Yep. Um, Rat Aqua Rip Grund and Lamb. Oh, I read. I read all about the Koch brothers, John. Oh yeah, is it pronounced Coke? I've never known. Oh, I don't know how to say yeah. it. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with yours, Kenny. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, I need from you, DK. Pro Turf. Tri-State, and let's do Moon Motorsports today because Joe's going to have EcoFun tomorrow. I uh, my meeting on Friday got canceled. Oh, sweet. Okay, we got a problem. Joe, talk into your mic once. Well, I'm busy. Well, I got to see if your mic is working. That's kind of important. Hello. Okay. <laughs> Hi, Joe. Right. Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. <laughs> I'm driving in my car. I turned on the radio. Now my new voice is uh, Arthur from Peaky Blinders. <laughs> First time I've ever watched a, a, a what am I trying to series? Say? Yeah, I, you know this these things that go after year after year series. Uh, and you you can just tell as good as Peaky Blinders is, the longer the series ran, the more they were struggling for ideas. Oh, that's with all of this every series ever. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, not every, the first, first couple are usually just awesome. Yeah, exactly. And then they fall off. This has fallen off significantly. Uh, and then they take it probably one, one season too long. I mean, we're running out of people for them to kill. Breaking Bad did not do that. That's one of the few where I thought the level stayed very she, high. She's really bugging me to watch that. I never watched it. Oh, I've it never seen wonderful. one episode either. Wonderful. Kenny, you don't like violent stuff, though, right? So you probably wouldn't like it because there's a lot of violence in Breaking Bad. You know, the one violent one I watched was the one about the uh, uh, the one that Al Bundy's wife was in. She's such a good actor. Sons of Anarchy? Yeah. Yeah. I found that to be fascinating. It was good, but I thought it got pretty hokey. Toward I thought, you know, if they're going through this day after day after day, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just so much kept happening. It was like, no. Yeah. I, I did I watch away. Yeah. or tried to. I don't think I completed the series, but I gave Better Call Saul quite a few watches. Bob well, Odenkirk? Yeah. That, uh, you, well, okay. And that's I mean, a spinoff. Isn't that spinoff from uh, yes. Breaking yep. Bad? Yeah, he was the lawyer for the main was character of Breaking was Bad. Was he a funny guy in that? Because Bob is very funny. No, he was not a funny. He was guy. serious. He huh? was a con man. A yeah, ne'er do well. Hmm. Podcast host, probably. <clears throat> I have not watched the last season of Better Call Saul yet. Rick, you're off. Friday. Seen the rest. I, I have a feeling that? our numbers are increasing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just a feeling. You need me to record something right now? I've no, got a feeling. We're good. On <clears throat> I need both from you today, then. Okay. Uh, have you guys seen a show called? I was it was an alien show, Skin something, Skinwalkers Ranch. Yeah, is that fake? No, that's a real place. I'm purposely avoiding it because the experts say they're calling BS. Are they? Uh, I watched yeah. it yesterday, last night. Uh, yeah. I I think it's a bunch of hogwash. 
Lots of weird stuff happened there, man. Well, but that's the, they go up in the chopper and there's an electromagnetic. It's throwing the chopper. Around. It, it, I thought it was bullshit. Yeah. We're live on the town council. I still thought it was. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Oh, ranch. I missed uh, Oak Island. I get to watch that this afternoon. Mm -hmm. Something did, Such, whether or not they ever find anything, something really interesting did happen on that island. Because they're, they're doing it like architects now. They're, I mean, it's it's a serious exploration of what happened on the island. And that, just the history alone, is fascinating to me. I, I don't, I have my doubts on whether they'll ever find anything. Um, but, boy, what I've learned about history is just fascinating. And some of the artifacts they found... Anyway, yeah, I don't watch that one. Yeah, it's too late now. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bother. I think the only, I, I wonder how many new viewers they get. I bet it's just all of us that have, you know, we're well, like that. That one guy, he spun himself off into some of the extraterrestrial stuff. You mm. see, he shows up every once in a while on aliens. Mm, oh yeah, to talk just to talk about the old guy. They also have a treasure hunting side show, too, that they do, which is total BS. They never find anything. And there's a few people on that show that really make me crazy angry. Ah. That English dude that calls everybody mate. Yeah. I Good eye, Mike. Wanna, I just want to slap him. Surprised into it. Shrimp on the bobby. Hi, Mike. Austria. Austria. <laughs> but the guy has actually found some seriously valuable treasure down in uh, Florida. But, you know, he's a metal detector nerd. Uh, all right. I am just a minute. loaded for I audio. mean, uh, are you guys aware that I think it was Detroit and Cleveland played a doubleheader? Yeah. Or no. ours. Wow. Four hours. Boy. Well, Judd was PO'd because the Twins game went three hours. <laughs> yeah, it was 307 last night. Do they Boston will give you a long game? They did, always have. Did, uh, when they do double headers, do they still do nine or do they go back to seven innings? I don't know. Seven, aren't they? I can look. I, I thought so. I got to get a nap in today so I can stay up till 1 a.m. tonight. I just said the same thing to Such. <laughs> we ain't doing no double overtime. And I don't care if they win or lose. I just want to see somebody take care of Suter. And I mean right away. I got a Dallas email that they want to see somebody take care of Dumba. Yeah. His hit was legal. It was, but it was painful. That's life, I guess. Oh, did he get a boo-boo? <laughs> Excuse me? Looks like That's they might be life. nine again. That's that can't be right. Oh, Can I it? wonder if it was the scheduled bit, Johnny. Remember they said if they scheduled the doubleheader, they were going to be seven innings? That oh, was really? A pan that was a pandemic thing. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Wanna... Down in May. I'm going to keep researching this as we start the show. <laughs> a boy, Johnny. Joe? <laughs> researching. I love that word. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1060, April 19th, 2023. 87 degrees on this day 
1985 and 19 degrees on this day in 1928 and the ice outs are coming at us fast and furious the fishermen are patiently waiting and when the ice is out they want to get out there and fish there's a new deal that's going to help you rig up all the electronic gadgetry you've purchased it's an app put together by ripple lip one word ripple lip you know that's what happens when you get that hook in got the, it in the mouth of the fish anglers ripple lip provides instructions to set up tweak and dial in your hummingbird garmin or lawrence marine electronics through their app it's as simple as visiting rippleliluniversity.com minnetonka went out on this day in 1916 in 1937 1947 1970 1974 1980 1993 and 2001 White Bear went out on this day in 1937, 1980, 1982, 1993, 2001, and either 2011 or 2022 because I could not read my writing. So one of those days. You're you're in the ice out. You're in the ice out phase. Wait now of the season. We have to add one and two to the list of three and eight that you can't. Right. Twos, I have trouble with twos because of the little curl. Yeah, there. it's got a it's got a curve. Got in it. it. I okay. got a little trouble with that. But any day now, the kids are going to be bugging you to swim, and I hope you've kept your beach free of weeds and crud and algae using the products of Aquaside. Aquaside has helped people maintain great lake shores for more than sixty years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that take care of everything from weeds to algae and all those decomposing leaves and all that crud that the kids freak out when they touch with their feet. These products are registered with the EPA and DNR and they're safe. Don't let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquaside today. Tell them what you're looking at. They'll identify the problem and make sure your place looks great all summer long. Call Aquaside at one 800 328 9350 or go to aquaside.com. And now from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushi. Gentlemen, a few months ago, I was assisting the mayor. You know, every two weeks, we've got to turn in our, our, our payroll information. Yes. And every time Joe does it, they send you a six-digit code that you have to write down. Yep. And the code came up, and all I hear is, oh, there were two eights, <laughs> two threes, oh. and a zero. Yeah, I had trouble. And he goes, Reeves, get in here. I got no shot. There's no <laughs> shot. I can't write it. So as he's writing it down, it looked like a mountain. A butterfly, <laughs> uh, right. a rocket ship. There you go. Don't you get the code on your phone? That's oh, how I no, do no, it. No, 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 oh. Kenny, Kenny, you got to hey, realize hey. who you're dealing with. Yeah, hey, all right. Hey, hey, that hey. dumb question. Good, good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're all uh, anticipating someone is going to put young Ryan Souter in his place tonight. For Let's his hope so. Cross check on the commie. And of course, I'm getting mail from Dallas people who are anxiously awaiting somebody puts young Mr. Matt Dumba in his place mm. for the uh, hit on, uh, help me, who did he hit? Pavelski? Pavelski. 
Uh, so in any event, it should be interesting. It's too bad they play them at two in the morning. Right. I can't, uh, <laughs> well, uh, compare the hits. I, I was under the impression that the suitor hit was illegal and not called. I, I, I concur. Yes. I concur. And Dumba's hit was legal. Uh, well, they still gave a penalty, but they, they reduced it from a major to a minor That's since cool. they looked at it. But they thought, eh, the guy's got a concussion. He can't even stand up. Let's give him something. That's probably so, true. So, but if they think they're tough, have you guys heard of uh, the guy who plays for the Jets named Morgan Barron? Hmm. Morgan Barron. Morgan Barron, Rook. He plays for the Jets. The Jets are in a playoff series at Vegas. Yep. There's a scrum in front of the net. Barron gets involved oh, in it. Oh, yes. Not a, not a scrum is a fight, but a, a scrum for the puck yep. in, in front of the net. And Barron manages to land on the skate yeah. of the goalie, Laurent Brossoy. Oh, no. Uh, and the point where uh. the Vegas players jumped in to help and held him up, and he was bleeding so profusely oh. Oh, that they had to bring out the shell and scrape off the blood. He was back in the game after 75 stitches. Stitched him up in there. You put the back on his 75 <laughs> stitches. Wow. Like he's back tell. in the game. Send Brian Bucks yeah. that did. Baseball players be out for two years. Yeah. <laughs> never They'd seen. be out two years. Yeah. Emotional scars alone. <laughs> and all Baron said is, well, I saw the skate coming. At first, I thought I could see out of my right eye. That was okay. I could see out of my right eye. That was the main thing for me. He immediately <laughs> went into the Jets' locker room, but returned in the second period wearing a full cage on his head. You can see the bandages. It looked like he got oh. attacked by a shark, Adam oh. Lowry said. <laughs> we were worried about the puck crossing the line, and all of a sudden we see a trail of blood all the way across the crease to the bench. Jeez. Oh, yeah. That happened here. That happened here. Didn't a the guy player die? got his no. A player got his. Well, I think I can't remember if it was a North Star player no, or I think a it Philadelphia the, player. I think it was the Stars. Got his throat slashed by a skate and skated to the bench with the blood spurting. Oh goodness! Oh, so did they throw the guy back in? Oh, he, with I think they taped Bill him Masterson. No, he died. Oh. No, I, I mean the our, the guy with seventy five stitches. Yeah, yeah came back for yeah, the second he period. Yeah, he played. played. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is badass. That is that is. Uh, I I bet he'll show up on Super Seventy Sports <laughs> as badassery. How about yep, yep. Malarichuk. Malarchuk. Malarchuk. I I'm, uh, if you said the name, I'd know it. That's not it. Okay. He he did get his car car carotid artery sliced. Carotid. Thank Karate. you. That too. By mm -hmm. a skate, Clint Mar Malar Malarchuk. Well, maybe that was it. What do you have a year on that? Uh, Nineteen eighty-nine. That sounds about right. Although the one I'm thinking of might have been earlier. Uh, it's not important. <clears throat> All we know is he's he he lived and he came back. Now I'm on Broad Street Bully, so I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be. I don't you. want you to do that. Pay attention here. You recall yesterday we had the note from Joe, uh, who said. He was wondering if we would remember him as the guy who emailed us about the mysterious neighbor and the borrowing of the snowblower and what mm -hmm, have you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course we remember him and we were always telling him we were awaiting the new version of the story, which never has come. But he told us a story about how he's on a personal research project of trying to reach someone human in the governor's office of Minnesota. And he's called five days straight, five times a day Nothing. has yet to receive 
any uh, feedback. And I got a note from uh, Mike Harrington who writes, the other day while listening to your show, there was a guy who was calling the governor's office, that was yesterday, for five weeks with no calls back. It reminded me of a story back when Rudy Perpich was governor. I was still in high school. My mom had called Governor Perpich's office for some sort of issue. Well, one evening, probably around 7 o'clock, the phone rang. I answered it, and it was for my mom, and she was in the basement sewing. When she was doing her, doing her sewing, you weren't supposed to bother her. Well, I opened the basement door and yelled down the stairs, Mom, you've got a call. She said, take a message, and I will call them back. I asked who it was and if I could take a message. It was Governor Perpich returning her call. I reopened the basement door and told her it was the governor on the phone, and she hurried up the stairs and talked to him. It seemed like she was talking to one of her old friends on the phone. Fast forward to today's world, when you call someone in office, you'd be lucky to hear from them, just like the other guy has been waiting five weeks for a call back from our current governor. Times have sure changed. Yes, they have, my character. Rudy was a character. I got to know him pretty well. Rudy was a character. He listened to Monday Night Sports Talk. He called us one night on Monday Night Sports Talk to say, that. you know, I got a guy in the car from Wisconsin, and we're listening to your show. And we just passed a sign. What was the sign? Something about Minnesota's the brain state or the something? The brain state, yes. And, he, and, and, and he, my buddy turned to me and he said, you think you're the brain state listening to these morons? <laughs> you know, and, and uh, we had a lot of fun with Rudy. He was a you know, an iron range socialist probably at heart, but he at least had a job. He was a dentist uh, before he became a governor. But Interesting see, guy. Again, even then you, you didn't have to hate somebody if you weren't politically. Oh no. Aligned. And he's the guy who uh, he also had concerns about the residents. Yes. The, uh, that was donated to the state back in 1965 by the Irvin family. Mm-hmm. And, he was pouting about they needed new carpeting or curtains or something. And he, and he said, it's got a lot of problems. I want you people to see it. Cause we were giving him a hard time yes. for complaining about it. And, and it's a first world problem. And, well, here's another difference. Newspapers had enough cachet that when newspaper people were criticizing politicians, the politicians actually cared about that. Mm-hmm. They, they reacted to it. And that isn't the case today. You don't think so? No, they don't really <laughs> give a hoot what you write because they figure nobody's paying attention anyway. Mm. But Rudy cared that we were complaining about his constant whining about the mansion. So he invited a bunch of us over. Then I went and he's, he tried hard to be angry, but you could, you could tell he was having fun. And he said, you're coming up to the attic with me. I'll show you what's going on in this house. And you think it's all tea and crumpets. Watch this. He takes us up to the attic, and he obviously had taped a piece of garden hose to the ceiling, and it was draining into a bucket. And he Mm -hmm. said, the roof leaks. Look at this. I did this myself. I fixed this (laughs) leak up. And, of course, he was full of B as in B, S as in S. Uh, But that's the difference you think Walls would ever respond to the people who are looking sideways at his $17,000 a month rental? Well, you're also making the mistake that he'd go on with somebody that and talk to somebody that would even have a difference. Well, no, opinion. I was there as a newspaper guy. I, I'm talking I, about Walls, oh, not, not Rudy. The hell with Walls. Rudy was fun. 
There was a time when politicians, whatever it was, they got it. Well, whatever they knew who it they, is, it, they got it. They knew who they worked for. Yeah. Well, speaking of that. <laughs> Where to begin? Well, we're going to begin with that, Andy. All right. Uh, we mentioned a, uh, or we had audio yesterday, which I want you to replay. I got it ready. From a fellow named Andy Smith. He's a young first-term legislator from Rochester, a DFLer. I want you to hear this again, and then I'll tell you why we're bringing it up again. Um, we can't just cry wolf every time that there's some sort of increase um, in our tax system. And I, I want to go even further and say taxes uh, are not in it of themselves evil. <laughs> um, they are ideally an expression of our society what we think is good, how we want to live, how we want to relate to each other. Uh, we take a part of all of our incomes and we fund a society that we think is best. It's a wonderful tool that we have as people who live together in a state. And it crosses, crosses a whole bunch of lines from education to bank regulation to literacy to uh, the Secretary of State's office making sure businesses are actually businesses to uh, financial institutions making sure that they're responsible. I mean, Social Security, which we've talked about a lot. These are things that we have tax we have because we have taxes that we can't just talk about them in the evil sense of the word. And I actually would agree that things like vice taxes are not the great way because of the same reason. Um, we taxes are what we do uh, okay, to fund the down, things that are important settle, to settle, us. Settle and I down. think there are a lot of things we have a trifecta right now. Okay, the DFL say, because, hey, 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 I'm done. We, you're neglecting the money line at the end. But that's okay, I right. forget what the money line was. It doesn't matter. By way of Buckley, Washington, <laughs> from Dan Schultz, who peruses the uh, interwebs. Here's a guy that's so impatient, he won't wait for his own soundbite. <laughs> we now learn that uh, this young fellow, Andy Smith, has filed for bankruptcy. Uh, he's the owner of a movie uh theater or something in a bookstore and he's uh thought it was coffee uh, whatever well it's gray duck um gray duck is the movie theater that is shut down and gray he, duck entertainment he's uh he has very few uh, assets and a couple hundred grand in liability and he can't uh he's running out of dough uh he claims the pandemic hit him i don't doubt that uh but in any event the same guy telling you how great it is to have taxes uh, is going to have a little trouble paying his. Well, he also said he, um, uh, on his February 16th House floor debate, that he offers employees at both of his businesses unlimited paid vacation and sick time. And at that point, that, one of was already closed. Well, that's the whoops. key to this entire thing, Joe. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm Re sorry. Repeat the line, Rook. Uh, on a February 16th House floor debate... He offers he offers that he gives employees at both of his businesses unlimited paid vacation and sick time, and at that point, one of his businesses was already closed. Joe, this is the very thing that this entire administration is campaigning for, and the reason that this particular fool is declaring bankruptcy. And so, the fact that this the irony of this is the fact that he can't even see the ruinous of their own decision making. And how it's going to affect all small businesses right, right. across the entire state. Well, you, uh, Reeves, you've stumbled across more audio. This is from Representative Ginny, Ginny Clevorn, 
She's a DFLer, uh, District 42B. I think that's up your way, John, Plymouth Way, whatever. Uh, she's a uh, committee chair, state and local government finance and policy. Uh, she's also on ways and means, commerce, ethics, higher education. She's a professional mediator by trade. And she's in her third term. She's married, got three kids. And this is what she had to say about taxes. You know, I heard the word bureaucrat thrown around quite a bit tonight. And bureaucrat, what does that mean? When I hear that, I think about the dedicated public servants who come to work every day in service of our state. These people do not deserve pejoratives. They deserve our gratitude. And they deserve to be paid in a way that they can afford to go to the grocery store and buy their groceries too. Uh, in this bill, we are fulfilling the investments that Minnesota's did in fact send us here to do. That's why we're here. Um, when we talk about, you know, crime in neighborhoods and we talk about pot hole, uh, potholes and roads and crumbling infrastructure, it's because we failed to take the hard political decisions to raise the taxes to fix the roads. That's what we were sent here to do. Raise the taxes to fix the roads. That's what they were sent here to do. <laughs> Bureaucrat, an official in a government <laughs> department in particular, one perceived as being concerned with procedural correctness at the expense of people's needs. That's exactly what she is. Well, and she must have been referring to possibly the family leave bill that they're yes. wrestling with. Uh, Which will, in fact, cripple small business. People, in state. what what they're doing and maybe not intentionally i don't know jenny clevorn but she sounds well dumb enough to to be party to it perhaps subconsciously these politicians are running a game on us uh i now believe that more than i ever have when i noted that Melvin Carter gave his State of the City address yesterday. And he almost thought he was taking a victory lap by claiming that he's out in front of asking for an increase in the city sales tax to fix the roads and how long the roads have been ignored. And at some point in his remarks, the remarks delivered, by the way, to a small crowd of city workers. Okay. You didn't, leave your, you didn't leave your job to go to his, we were allowed to. Anyone could have gone to his state of the city address. I did not go. But it was quite telling, wasn't it? He gave the address to government employees. And it was in his remarks that he also let slip that most of the city's budget goes to payroll. So if you're wondering why your potholes are the way they are, it's because they take the extraordinary amount of money you pay in property taxes and they use it to fund the existence of the government. That, that, that can't be disputed. That's what's happening. Right. And it's happening for uh, many, many reasons. Uh, 
principally it's happening because it can. It's happening because they can get away with it. There's no opposition. There's no there's no uh, newspaper op- opposition. There's no television news opposition. There's no different party opposition. They're getting away with it because they can, and they will get away with it until they can't. What's the stop? What's the stopping point? I, well, I'm not sure there is. There isn't one. But the mayor, uh, he wants to, if if anything comes up that we would expect to be paid for because of the money we already pay, that will require a new tax because the money you're paying supports the extraordinary size and bloat of what city government has become. I, who who could possibly turn around the minds of the voters is beyond me. Those that even decide to show up. Who can possibly clean house is beyond me. Apparently the people of St. Paul and Minneapolis and wherever you live closest to the country's tallest buildings, you're just going to take it apparently until you can't anymore. This is going to come to a sh- uh, as a shock to our friend Katie Lowry of St. Paul, mm-hmm. who on January 4th of this year says she's the big winner because her property taxes play, uh, pay for clean water right out of the tap, stormwater appropriately dealt with, mm-hmm. sewage dealt with, libraries in St. Paul Parks. They're amazing. She loves water aerobics at Great River Water Park and using the pickleball courts and all the trails, streets and bridges constructing, maintaining, plowing them, and keeping them safe, bike lanes and sidewalks, public schools, for goodness sakes, public safety, including inspectors, flood prevention, cops, firefighters, trees. Our urban canopy makes our city so much more beautiful and pleasant. Katie would be shocked to find out that it's all just going to bureaucrats. (laughs) And then we're told the parks need upkeep, parks and rec need upkeep, the... uh, uh, Public safety is in a shambles. Uh, Katie, we tried to get her on the show, but we, she probably lives in a world where she's well insulated by people who are unfamiliar with our show. So no one, no one could get to her, and we can't find her. But she probably if she does in fact exist. Well, <laughs> that, and she might pay you know six hundred bucks a year in property taxes. And if you pay 600 bucks a year, you might be predisposed to say, look what I get. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Let me tell you something. What's that, Joe? If you want to get what's coming to you, uh, go to Grunhofer's. Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats on Highway 61 in Hugo. It's Minnesota beef for Minnesota farmers. It's brats. It's double smoked ham and double smoked bacon and town ball meatloaf, meatloaf and rookie burgers. But Rook, help me. It's every kind of meat. It's pork shoulders and chicken and it's, there's fish. And oh, it's just amazing. T-bones. T-bones. A filet. Uh-huh. A beef tenderloin. Oh, my God. And you know how to make it. 400 degrees. And they'll help you if you don't know how. They will tell you how to do it. But that's how you cook a beef tenderloin. It's the best. It's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. It's in Hugo, the original location, right on yeah. Highway 61, just north of Hugo, and again in Forest Lake. Stuffed chicken breasts. Uh-huh. They're fabulous. Sausages. I'll I say. love sausages. Oh, of course you do. 
salmon that Kenny chews on barehanded in his truck. Right. The greasy throws it down wheel. into the cup holder. Oh, <laughs> and God. grabs it again. No. And in uh, Forest Lake on Highway 97, just east of Interstate 35, it's Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meat. It's beef from Minnesota farmers. All that beef is Minnesota grown. Puts it in his cup holder. <laughs> uh, Chris, all doubleheaders are nine innings. I found it. Okay. Was it windy down there last night? It was this morning. Uh, it is crap. right now. Yeah, it's really windy here. I'm supposed to play today at 210. I'm bagging it. Ooh. Hell with it. A nice brisk 41 degree I'm not day. playing. I'm not uh, playing. That track is open already? Already. People were bitching that it wasn't open last week. Oh it should have been open last week. I can't think of worse week. weather to play in. It was 90. Opens today. Uh, I saw a guy when I drove by. You seen him? I saw. I seen a guy. I seen him. Off. I seen yeah. him. We got a uh, thirty-two is the wind chill, Joe. I don't think you want to go out today. I don't. It's just uh, unnecessary. Did you sell that bucket of British bolts yesterday? <laughs> yes, I did. You have seller's remorse yet? No, and I said a rosary the whole time the guy was driving home. <laughs> Please don't fall apart. And then I called him, and he said it was great. Got her back, and it was fine. Nice. How far do you have to go? Northfield. Oh. Oh, Northfield, that's far away, according to Sophia. It's our friend Carl, the guy who made all that neat wood stuff for us. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Sophia didn't want to go and take a hockey scholarship at St. Olaf because it was out of town. I'm not really? coming away for college. You could uh, commute to St. Olaf. I said yeah. it's about 45 minutes. Jeez. She landed on her feet. I just begged him, too. I said, take three back. Don't take the freeway. And the only reason I said that is... Uh, oh, three's a good road for that car. Well, that plus, plus, plus it's just less stressful than the freeway at rush hour. And I have I had not driven that car very long distances. I told him all that. And so I wanted him on a two-lane twisty to go home, and he did, and it worked out great. And once now, you sign that title, I don't give a damn. No, I you. do care. I, I've had bad <laughs> luck selling. That's when the worry starts. I've had bad luck selling cars to people. Did we you don't. cheat? I'll say. And, uh, I'll have, say. Did you cheat and start it before he got there, or did you let him do the cold start so you could walk him through the cold start? Yeah. No, when he came to see it. We did the cold start walkthrough. Okay, good. Today or yesterday, I warmed it up so he right. wouldn't be sputtering and coughing all, right. all the way down the street. As long as he knows the procedure. Yep. Is that the one you put the new, uh, didn't you say it was a Makuni or a Keen? No, I put Makunis on one of the Triumphs. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, he's got some MG buddies down there. They'll help him. It, it's fun. You'll have fun with it. Is it the blue one? No, it's autumn, autumn harvest gold. You've never seen it. Oh, harvest gold. Hmm. Like my shower. It's kind of a seventies <laughs> color. I've got a nineteen seventy eight house. It was if it was the color of the carpet in the governor's rental, they'd have to change it. 
<laughs> oh wait, they are changing. They are yeah. changing it. Yeah, fifteen grand worth. Somebody uh, snapped back at the, one of the governor's tweets and quoted our guy yesterday who made all the phone calls. Yeah, but he didn't. He said he heard it on a local podcast. He didn't credit. Yeah, thanks a lot, pal. Garage Logic. <laughs> I well, can't, I'm I can't waiting. Re right. Remember his name? Tim Walls. Are you ready to go here? Thanks, Chris. You ready, Kenny? Yeah. All right, I'm rolling. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Zuchere. 2A items, things that go boom. DK Mags, they've been around in New Brighton since 99. Wide selection of all sorts of firearms, including pistols, revolvers. Oh, I was just talking over Jeff, wasn't I? That's all right. All right. Uh, yeah, they've got it all there, along with ammo, magazines, parts, accessories, and gunsmithing. They're a full-service joint offering the entire Twin Cities area and beyond with a fantastic website, dkmags.com. Special orders, no big deal. They'll be ha happy to help you find the exact unit you're looking for. They'll also buy your unwanted firearms and related items from just one single item to large estates. Contact DK Mags if that's a deal for you. They also do consignment and auction services. A wonderful staff, a great selection, fair prices. DK Mags, Old 8, New Brighton, and on the web, dkmags.com. Maybe this is coming to us, considering that the people we've managed to elect seem particularly fascinated with the failure of California. Okay. Uh, it now develops that if you live in California, your electric electricity bill could be affected by how much money you earned. Assembly bill 205 was approved last year, and it would break up customers' bills while at the same time giving customers relief on their rates. But Kathleen Dunleavy with Southern California Edison said, this is not a new charge. California's three largest power companies, Southern California Edison, Pacific Gas and Electric. Wasn't that a name of a band in the Haight-Ashbury area? It yeah. was. They had a great hit called Are You Ready? Yeah. Are you ready? For what? And San Diego Gas and Electric submitted a joint proposal to the Public Utilities Commission outlining a fixed rate restructuring that would be based on income. The plan would break down monthly bills into the fixed rate plus a reduced usage charge based on consumption. According to Dunleavy, fixed charges have always been built into the kilowatt hours that we use to power appliances and turn on the lights. Bills are mostly made up of two things, the kilowatt hours or the energy you use and fixed costs for providing electric services. Fixed costs include things like building and maintaining the electric gear grid, providing customer support, energy efficiency programs, and more. So what the state has asked the utilities to do is break out those charges for greater transparency so that when customers look at their bills, you're going to see that this amount is going to maintain the infrastructure and how my electricity uh, is provided, and then the amount represents how much I'm using. And then right now, the residential rate is 36 cents per kilowatt hour under the current proposal. That rate would be go down to 24 cents. Under the proposal, 1.2 million lower income customers would receive an average of a 16% bill reduction. And uh, the people who pay more would, would pay, uh, the people who earn more would, would cover that and pay more. 
Is that fair? No, of course not. No. How do they know what you make? Is this voluntary? I'm sure they have means to find it from the the state authority. Well, that's uh, uh, that in itself seems corrupt to me. Well, California is corrupt. The state is still figuring out some of the particulars, including, so, Kenny, how they'll determine customers' income. Uh, but Dunlavey said it would be a state agency or a third-party vendor, the Catholic, no, the California ooh, Public Utilities whoops. Commission would have to approve the proposal and make the final decision by mid-2024. So, so is there a ceiling on how much you can pay? Instead of everybody paying a flat rate, they're going to look at the wealthier payers and, so, and there's just no ceiling they'll just jack it up above 180 grand a year you'd pay 85 bucks a month for one portion of the for the kilowatt hours 69 to 180 grand a year 51 dollars a month 28 grand to 69 grand a year 20 dollars a month and if you make less than 28 grand a year you'd pay 15 dollars a month for electricity. So if you're an actor and you do a hundred million dollars for a movie, you're going to pay more than uh, somebody making 28 grand a year. Okay. But it's the same electricity. Right. I mean, your, your light, your light bulb's the same as anyone else's light bulb. Well, so they put this all together without having a real uh, plan. Well, it sounds like, they, it sounds like the utilities are in favor of it. So how long till that comes this way? I just I think I prefaced the piece right. by saying I wonder how long before we hear this. I, that's what I'm wondering. What is Tomorrow. your prediction? Seriously, what is your prediction? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> well, you know we're in we're in uh, it's a contest between Minnesota and uh, California. It's a competition. It certainly is when it comes to cars, isn't it? We yep. we seem to follow everything they do, and it's just foolhardy, just terribly foolhardy. But they've got themselves sworn to the religion of removing carbon from the atmosphere. Imagine. Even though making an electric car does not re remove any carbon from the atmosphere. It doesn't? No, you still have to have a plant, and you oh. have to have steel, and you have to have coal or whatever power. No, I just plug it plant. into the wall, Joe. Yeah. See, it comes right from there. It's not a great return on energy spent. An EV is not great return on energy spent. And when people find out, that after about four years' use, you might need a new battery for ten grand. That's that's going to change a lot of minds too. See you, yeah. Imagine a future. No, no, okay. no. <laughs> I'm worried about meatheads being out on the road with a vehicle that can go from zero to sixty in two seconds. Yeah. Uh, I think ninety percent of the drivers on the road aren't ready for that. I don't think ninety percent of the drivers on the road can afford an electric vehicle. Well, not a not one from Elon anyway. Uh, the the statistics would show that most EVs are bought by affluent, white, urban people. Hmm. The kind that thinks it's great to ring the call to prayer five days a week, that well, kind of person. If they're easy to carjack, though, won't we go after them then as well in this state? Uh, Based that, on that's previous? It, that's interesting. I haven't heard of any electric vehicles being carjacked. I'm sure that's just because statistically there aren't enough of them to to be catching the attention of a carjacker. Mm. But boy, wouldn't they have fun in one of those considering they don't know how to drive anyway. But you wouldn't, and all of a sudden they're going 60 yeah. in about two seconds. But when you're a criminal, Joe, you're working on how many crimes can I commit with a, a, a carjacked vehicle where I, you can't really stop to charge in the midst of doing that. That's true. You could run out of juice right, and then not commit as many crimes as you intended it's to. Tougher. Ah. It's tougher for business. <laughs> 
you guys get the feeling, uh, I'm not wishing ill on anyone. I know floods are terrible and terribly inconvenient, particularly if you've chosen to live in a floodplain. But are you getting the feeling that we're being sold uh, the flooding catastrophe particularly hard this year? Locally? I really do. I I do, too. And gratefully, I don't think it's going to be as bad as predicted. I'm hoping it's not for the sake of the people who are, you know, their homes are threatened. Do you happen to have the stats on how much snow we received this year versus last year? Aren't we fifth? Not in front of me. Because last year at this time, we had, without any rainfall, we had a lot of flooded fields and potholes that were um, flooding over. And I I went for a walk, and uh, both our prairie potholes and our woods potholes are lower this year than they were last year. I did hear a uh, newscaster last night, one of the local fellows, say that because of last week's record temperatures, no, uh, one of the three days last week set a record. Two of them did not eclipse records that were established in the 30s. But one day last week was a new record. Sometimes you get a new record. Did it blow it out of the water or was it just a degree or two? A degree or two. Well, I have a nice note from Brent Haugen, who's giving a report on the flooding situation in the Fargo area. Oh, good. The Red River in Fargo is projected to crest Sunday at 34 and a half feet. This doesn't make the top 10 for spring flooding and will have a minor impact on the city. When I look at the historic information, this is one of the latest dates for a river crest on record for spring flooding. And you can go to the site he linked me to, water.weather.gov, and you can find these. Because what he did, uh, being a good GLer, he was doing the sense winds. Mm-hmm. Now let's go to the less populated areas, he writes. The Cheyenne River in Hardwood, North Dakota, my neck of the woods, is projected to crest on Sunday, but at 91.5 feet. If that comes true, it will be a top five flood. This is being driven by the large amount of snowfall this watershed received this winter. I took a drive past last night west of home and looked at some of the tributaries that feed into the Cheyenne, and they are all full, and water is going over township roads. Keep in mind, this land is flat as a table, and you can watch your dog run away for days. (laughs) That's a great line. (laughs) That land is so flat, I watched my dog run away for a week. He's right over there. The last comment I want to make is related to historical data. There is no data prior to the 97 flood for this river, the 1997 flood, which I believe is the first year the National Weather Service started to officially measure this river, meaning the Cheyenne. So when Lars, Helga, Ole, and Lena settled this area, they had these floods, but no official record was made. Thank you, Brent. That's fantastic. That's paying no, any notes, uh, finally. No sandbags needed for me. I'll be fine. I just need to prep my big truck to drive through some water if needed to get to and from home. Good luck, Brent from North Dakota. At the uh, risk of being mocked by the rest of the staff, please. yeah, doesn't it matter just as much the degree to which the thaw comes as much as how much snow we receive throughout the course of winter? No idea what you just asked. I do have, uh, oddly enough, I think I followed that. Okay, tell me. I, uh, I would think looks... it's not that stupid of a question. You're, Thank you. Well, oh, what you. you're suggesting is a quick, warm thaw would be as devastating as a huge snowfall. Correct, right? Yeah. Wouldn't that 
I guess. I don't know. I no. ain't no water. I ain't no hydrologist. I ain't so no hydrologist. Answer me this. Do you think that uh, the people that rule over us made a mistake uh, with this disaster assistance bill, signing it into a law? It was a bipartisan bill. Walls signed it, and um, it's already there. I think it's 40 mil, if I remember right. This is right now for flood mitigation, you mean? Yeah, a, bar, a bipartisan bill will replenish the state's disaster assistance contingency account with 40 million. Okay, I don't think it's a mistake if the 40 mil gets put back in the general fund. If the 40 mil disappears and there was no need for it, then it's a mistake. Okay. I judge my level of flooding by going over the 35E bridge and to see the how practice that, freeway bridge. Uh, yeah, yes. Well, right when you're off the practice freeway and uh, tilt my head down to see how good old PNY is doing. Yeah. And they're closed. Reached. Yeah, it has reached. Oh, yeah. But it's reached there since that club was founded in 1955. Right. They're used to it. Right. Go there the night before they close, you get a hell of a deal. <laughs> we want some. They don't everything. want to freeze all that food. Oh, my God. They have good that's been uh, that's been very common there all up and down the river. But I again, we're being sold on it to be a calamity. I hope it turns out not to be. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't well, I get notices from MnDOT. We do have uh, road closures all over the state right yeah, now yeah. due to water over the roads. Right. So it, it's a real thing. And are most of them, Kenny, in the typical spots we would have this time of the year, too? Yeah, you know, rivers, creeks, yeah. et cetera. I don't know what a creek is. There's a, I've, I've heard of creeks. Well, like Minnehaha's, that's a creek. That's oh, that's crick. a creek. Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was a creek. Nope. That's a creek. Do you have a pink water bottle? Last night on the news, they did a big piece on on Delano. Are you going to allow that? Oh. He's got a pink water bottle. uh, Such, I think it was Delano, something I had never seen before, steel barrier walls. Yeah, I saw that. Like uh, erector sets that they slapped up. With a rubber seal between the panels. I thought that was fascinating. Me too. Do you know where they have those? Delano. South St. Paul. Do they? Right below the uh, airport. 494 bridge. Oh, okay. really? Yeah. yeah, they're just big, huge walls. They're really cool when they're hooked up. And huh. then they just take them away. I wonder what that cost you. That probably costs a pretty yeah. penny. Yeah, you better get on the horn with uh, Jimmy and uh, give him the old what for. <laughs> That'd be a pretty, 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 pretty penny. Yeah. Why don't we have uh, John Hyde give us a newscast? You know, speaking of water. Wow. I love water. Wow. I love water. I'm Segway. drinking out of my pink water bottle. That's yeah. pathetic, what by is the way. That? What well, is that? You want, you want the honest story? Yeah. Not really. I, it, it's my wife's water bottle, but I like it because it fits in my cup holder in my vehicle. So does salmon from Grunhofer's. Wow. So do your nylons. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. Yep. <laughs> anyway, God. the best water Jeez. around is from my friends at Hofferman Water. <laughs> Hofferman Water has been a proud supporter of the Garage Logic podcast because I have been a customer of Hofferman Water and Connecticut for years. So here's the deal. If you're looking at making the switch, now is absolutely the time for you to try to investigate if you are a candidate and the right person for Hofferman Water and Connecticut. So give them a call. 952 952- Eight nine four four zero four zero. It's busy this time of the year, so make sure you get on the schedule right now. Nine five two eight nine four four zero 
four zero or visit their website hoffermanwater.com and you can see every type of system that they have to offer on their website doesn't matter maybe you're in the mood for a water softener an iron ruster odor filtration system or a brand new drinking water system the fine folks at hofferman water and connecticut will take care of you hofferman water has been proudly serving the state of minnesota for over 50 years please tell them that you heard about them here on the garage logic podcast brah Matthew go mocking somebody for being slightly effeminate. Yeah, isn't that is yeah, that's... hysterical? Is that the pot calling the kettle black? Well, yeah. you were looking for your chance. Yeah, that that's... was beautiful. I love it. I, uh, I now have two pink guitars, Rook. Do you want me to bring those next time we ever play somewhere? You know, I, I think your guitar playing uh is so wonderful that you can play any color guitar oh, and good, still okay. be manly and get away with it. John, you, you got to give the Jeff Dayton answer when anybody asks you how many guitars you have. What did he say? One too remember. few. One too few. Yeah. <laughs> I got to quit, though. Got to quit. <laughs> Why? Well, Just think, John, if you quit buying guitars, you could probably have a second car. You we stole my line. Here's the point, fellas. See, my wife can't barely drive anyway because of her neuropathy. So there's no reason to have a second car at the moment. When they finally figure out some way to deal with it, then we can have a second car. What, you got the, the numb feet? Is that the leg tingling thing? Numb, well, more than tingling. It's pain. It's all kinds of weird I have stuff. that sometimes. Not pain, but. Well, it yeah, it's. It's like your foot falls asleep. No. I wonder if the pain in her ass would go away if, uh, if you would just if go left, like, if buy a guitar. She just might have a lot of pain-free moments. Right. 20 guitars and moved along. Not to not to dive too deep into your personal life, John, but do you drive her to work then every day? Yeah. Well, oh, it's wow. a mile away. Oh, I mean, that's true. That's it true. takes three minutes you know, to get she there. Well, how much huh? feet work do you need to drive an automatic car? <laughs> well, you got a brake. You got your gas. Emergency brake. Thanks. You know, <laughs> so basically, there's three pedals. Unless you're manual, then you would have something called a clutch, and you'd have to engage the clutch, the clutch. in order to switch gears from one to maybe. Do you drive uh, a stick? Don't you actually disengage have, the clutch? It's rough. Can I uh, share something with you all? Mm. No, my, I don't know. My wife, then girlfriend, when we first met, had a had a manual transmission vehicle. What kind? <laughs> it was a piece of crap. Horizon or something. I can't oh, remember. Dodge exactly Horizon what, yeah. quality. Plymouth Horizon. Plymouth Horizon. That's Plymouth. exactly what it was. No, Dodge and she, Omni. And she drove Dodge, it to oh, Mankato yeah. from where she went to high school in Wall, South Dakota. And I pretended not to know how to drive a stick. Oh. And used it as an opportunity for her to teach me. Got it. Got it. Baller yeah, move this, right here. Uh, what does this one do? So, so what do you just, you just, I don't get Joe's it. still trying to process this. I don't yeah. get it. Well, but it was a teachable it, moment. For Joe, her. I pretended not to know how to drive a stick, yeah, so that she would have to teach me, and that and that led to and that is the rest of the story. That, Paul the story, story doesn't you know. end there, but that's where we'll end our discussion, right. if you know what I'm saying. Well, va va voom. You had to sit in the passenger seat. No, Jesus, Paul. I'm saying va va voom is what his uh, cha 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 manual teacher was teaching. It worked, didn't it? Not like Suge. Ah, uh, you just. Press the clutch. Come on. Maybe you should just get it automatic. Get going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I guess, but uh, you're sitting in the passenger seat. And she's just showing you how to do it. Big deal. Oh, no oh, more hands God. on than that. It's, uh, it's wow. 
Jen, from this point thing. forward, Jen, we all agree with you. Oh, I've been on her side. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that was years yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. That changed. Look at this guy. I know, Jen. I know. Every right day. now, Joe, you kind of got the mad scientist hair going, too, which is kind of fun. Just Although hanging down on both back, sides. It did backfire a bit years into our relationship, which she said, wait a minute. You SOB. You knew how to drive a stick when you were, you know, 13. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just lied about that part. <laughs> I think the last time I drove a... Uh, Can we do the show? I Hold was on. coming back from Buka, and the gal that owned the car, we were living at the Burlington at the time, she was, like, passed out. So I had to drive it from Buka to Energy Park Drive, and you would have thought that there was an earthquake watching that <laughs> down Cleveland oh Avenue. God. It was just... You were Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't you have a manual when you were growing up, Brooke, ever? New, I didn't. I never had an automatic wow. till I was thirty. I don't think my old man could shift a Model A Ford without using the clutch. Author's corner. Wow, Joe not that one. Not well, those old timers knew how to do weird yeah. stuff with cars. Author, that's not no. that one. This is this is audio production. I, uh, Rook, I had a car where if I didn't have a clutch to pop it when I was in high school. Hey, ladies and gentlemen of Garage Logic, it's time to gear up for Sushere's Author's Corner. There you are. That's you. Holy crap. Hardware and Garden Store. Christopher, do you want me to do the same thing? Author's Corner with Joe Sushere. And this one is a strike. It's on the website. Up to date Author's Corner is on the GL website. Just whatever came to my mind, whatever popped in. I must have just been playing with sound effects. Yes, whatever, just going down the exactly list. This one's bowling. This one's drive is shifting a car. No, it was you had the the sound effects CD. Yeah, yes. There's 99 cuts. <laughs> you just went around to take the first eight. Rattaloni's Ace Hardware. No, it's not an Ace anymore. I had that on LP and reel to reel. Did you oh my really? God. That's how old I am. Oh, yeah. my God. Here we go. Hey, are you ready? Yeah. Oh, Chris. Chris, yes, Grumman. John, if you could do Same thing. Uh, Mickey Levins into uh, um, Mickey Levins? Mickey Levins? Whatever his name Mickey is. Mickey Levins. You're going to give that to me. Mickey Levins. Mickey Dolans. Oh, yeah. Mickey Levins? Let's go here. Mickey Way? Uh, three Mickey Mickey's Mickey Way. Right Way. Yeah, they? Count that one. <laughs> Can you ready? Know, Mickey Rooney, For Mickey what? Way. For professionalturf.com into John's newscast. Okay. Rolling. <laughs> Is that his cylinder index or his golf score? Either way, it's a big number. Here's Joe Suchere. Rain today, rain tonight, yeah, rain, rain tomorrow. tomorrow. Ooh, almost. Sits on finished school, college if you can. Then he gave me away, said you don't have to work that hard. Oh, keep this going a minute. You're going to find out. Girls love guys with guitars. And stick shifts. So I got <laughs> myself a six-string amplifier, too. Started up a band playing funky country blues. From that very first show, they came running from a near and far. Yeah, they did. I guess daddy was right. Girls love guys with guitars. This rain we're having uh, makes the Pro Turf customers happy. It's going to green things up, make that lawn luscious. ProfessionalTurf.com if you want the best lawn on the block. They've been doing it for a long time, 80 
since 82, and that means they're a little old-fashioned in their approach. They're not going to give you a phone qu- a quote, when, a quote excuse me, when you call them up. They're going to come right out there, and a tech is going to walk your yard and determine what needs what. That's what you get with 35 years of experience. They'll combine that experience with your ideas and create a service program that's going to absolutely exceed your wildest dreams. You'll have your own fertilizer and weed control plan, environmentally safe, guaranteed for results. You will have the best lawn on the block, healthy, free of crabgrass, dandelions, and broadleaf weeds. Just click on professionalturf.com. It's a mystery. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. And uh, this news is brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. Minnesota Governor Tim Wald set to give the State of the State address tonight. <laughs> Dress will happen during a joint session of the state legislature at the state capitol house chamber. Seven o'clock tonight, House Minority Leader Lisa DeMuth and Senate Minority Leader Mark Johnson will provide a response after Wall's address. Uh, speaking of speeches, uh, Joe, uh, you talked a bit about this. St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter gave his state of the city yesterday. Uh, he said, uh, as you said, it, uh, it sounded like he was taking a victory lap for some reason. He said he sees the transformation of the former Ford site into the Highland Bridge development as a symbol of his vision for the capital city, vibrant, sustainable, and innovative. He also used the podium to make yet another pitch, a podium, excuse me, to make another pitch for the St. Paul 1% local sales tax proposal, which would collect nearly $1 billion for street and park maintenance over 20 years. Uh, That would have to be approved by the legislature and St. Paul voters before it happened. He also used the speech to honor three city employees who helped a critically wounded teenager who was shot outside the Oxford Community Center in January. Also, he highlighted the inheritance fund, and to talk about the fact that over half of the city council will be leaving the council this year. Wasn't there a state of the state speech when Dayton came out and he tipped over? Yes. Remember that? He, uh, I don't remember yes, that. He, fe- he fell or did. <clears throat> he looked a little weary or something. Yeah. I have a question about the Ford Bridge site. Jen, yeah. what, what was the, what were the, the words that you it's used? It's sustainable and all that. It's made no, of vibrant yeah. and what was the that? Transformation, vibrant, sustainable, and innovative, a symbol of his vision for St. Paul. Isn't most of that still vacant? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's underway. There are completed projects, but it's not by any stretch of the imagination done. Okay. January 24th, 2017, Governor yeah. Dayton collapses while delivering the state of yeah. the state. He, he went right into the tater. Yeah. I, I hate driving Ford Parkway. It's just riddled with anxiety. Too much going on there. Okay. No. Too much yeah. vibrancy? Not, no, yeah. None of what we've vibrancy. discussed has anything to do with Ford Parkway, but that's okay. Well, that's... What, what, what is the Ford um, runs from the river up to That's Snelling. Ford Parkway. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, stop making left turns in front of me. Obey yeah. the stoplights. What, what are you doing, asshole? 
Whoops, whoa, ass hat. Whoa. Uh, you know, wow. you can't park mm. there. Go to a, get out. You, ah. Zip into five guys, run into Moeller. The mean. best, yeah, <laughs> the only the only reason to go over there is to drop in on Moeller's and see what they can do for me. Yeah. Is that your fourth restaurant plug today? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to get to Tanucci's. <laughs> That's Actually, fine. i tell you the truth, Tanucci's is rebuilding. They had a bad fire, and now they are they did? completely gutted everything. Uh the crew over there, Mark and his crew, are. Uh, it's going to be a brand new restaurant. Hmm. When did that happen? I was unfamiliar that they had a fairly re fairly recent. It's they took that bad. bookstore out of there, didn't they? There, I used to go to a half price, and then there was a full price uh, store across the street. Yeah, yeah that's, on that's Ford Parkway. Cool. Yeah, there's a half price bookstore. Yeah, the half price is there, but what was the one across well, the street? B. Dalton. That's 25 years ago. Oh man, yeah, they went out of business yeah, 20 years ago. B. Yeah. Dalton or uh, not B. Yeah, Dalton. B. Dalton's left. Powers. Anyway, John. In other news, Medtronic, major medical device company based here, is planning to cut jobs in the next few months. The company, which has its executive headquarters based in Minneapolis, declined to specify how many employees will be affected. Erica Winkles is their senior director of corporate public relations. She told our friends at Five Eyewitness News that certain employees started to learn about the layoffs yesterday. Winkles didn't respond to an inquiry about any early uh, retirement or severance packages for affected employees, but she did say they will be treated with fair, consistent processes and provided with comprehensive transitional resources. Barnes and Noble. The last time I went in there, they were half the size that they used to be and didn't have but crap in there. Yeah, well, they're gone. There's a target there now. Yeah. Uh, Channel 9 here in the Twin Cities reporting a Bloomington police officer and candidate for Hennepin County Sheriff last election, Jay Hansen, was arrested last month for misdemeanor drunken driving. The 38-year-old Hansen ran for Hennepin County Sheriff in 2022, lost in the nonpartisan primary to Dewana Witt. Hansen ran to replace former Sheriff David Hutchinson, who himself was convicted of crashing his county-owned SUV while driving drunk. Airport police arrested Hansen March 25th, 3.05 in the morning. He was driving west on Highway 62 near 13th Avenue South, a quarter mile west of MSP property. According to the airport police incident report, the traffic stop was conducted for a moving violation. He was booked for fourth degree DWI and released about two hours later. Hansen has been with the Bloomington police since 2014. Prior to that, he was a Lakeville police officer. Hansen declined comment through his attorney. Bloomington police haven't responded to any questions regarding his status with that department. Oh, I almost forgot. I got an emailer from a Lake Minnetonka resident okay. mm -hmm. uh, no, who believes, according <laughs> to him, ice went out of Minnetonka Monday. That is so weird. Yeah. I was literally just going to read this email from Jim. Uh, here we go. Lake Minnetonka ice out declared 835 this morning. Oh, hey, really? Let's not get into times. Let's uh, dates are. <laughs> no, I'm okay. taking Jim's word <laughs> for it. Seven fourteen. Well, that was that earlier. declared by officials with badges? With Jim, yes. All right, because my guy, <laughs> he said he declared it, but that means you got to get a boat from shore to shore. And there's a lot of bays on that lake. Okay, who's yeah. Kraut Kramer? Who? What Kraut Kramer? What's that? Is that mean? the White Bear Lake person? That's not ringing a bell. Janet Kraut Kramer. Dumb question. Is mean. there somebody official that actually does that? Sure. Yeah. Rick. Oh, all right. Rick. Rick, Rick does it for us. Rick. Down at the bait shop. Rick you know, Mobbles off. He's got the red wigglers. <laughs> yeah. He does. Speaking of uh, 
water. Let's continue. Possible flooding now an issue in parts of Minnesota, of course, as we talked about, including in Stillwater. And uh, if you watched our friends at Five Eyewitness News lately, uh, people are coming in, tourists, to watch the water rising. Yeah, it's flood tourism. Yeah, the That's mayor of fine. Stillwater alluded to the concept, called it flood tourism. Uh, Colleen Gehrig is the owner of Iggy's Live Music and Street Food in Stillwater. She said it's fun to see everybody wandering around. It's actually a bonus for the businesses. She says her business has increased up to 25% on some nights due just to the folks coming in looking at the water. She says on their slower nights, they've seen an increase in people and sales. She says it has uh, been good. Uh, I can add one thing to the Fargo-Moorhead thing, too. I looked it up yesterday after we talked about it. I had remembered they had done some uh, improvements there with, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What do you put up to stop uh, water? Flood flood walls? Uh, Flood walls, that sort of thing. Yeah, they've done that uh, in parts of Moorhead and parts of Fargo. Ah. Plus, they're in the midst of a Red River diversion uh, thing, which will take more water away from those two cities. One of the reasons they're not flooding as before, as they used to. I I know that in... um... Uh, oh, by the Red River, they are sandbagging, but downtown Minneapolis, they're teabagging. God. Um, All right. Well, let's continue with the Chaska news then. has taken great measures oh, in yeah. downtown, uh, downtown Chaska at Highway 41. If you want to have some real fun, and I recommend uh, drivers of all ages try this, remove the barriers um, that are blocking the <laughs> flooded highway and hit that flood at about 80 miles an hour. See what happens. No, it's just, no, that's the funnest thing you can ever do. Get the that spray does not going. represent the official position be, of Before you logic. do that, you should call your family and bid them adieu. Yes. Uh, but then, I mean, your final moments are going to be fun as hell. You're going to go out on top. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I yeah. was watching, Kenny, I was watching a news report this morning and they had a video in Glencoe, and then there's a guy with his cell phone out taking a. I'm thinking, well, who's he going to show this to? Who gives a damn? Yeah, look at this here, Rivers. It's just for oh, historical uh, purposes for my family. <laughs> Send it to his family. Yeah, they'll uh, never based believe on this. The email ass. we get, there are some idiots who will try this. So I don't think you should be giving that recommendation. <laughs> GL approved. Yeah. Guess well, that they, know, they, they know I'm serious, Joe. Yeah. Come on. Guess at well, the that's minister- my point. There are many that don't that do think you're serious. <laughs> well, that's God weeding out the stupid, is what that is. Listen to Uncle Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guess- I heard a guy on the podcast. Yeah, he said it was okay yeah. to do it. Eighty miles an hour. Yeah. Either that, or you'll have you'll have guys on social media thinking he is serious, making you know, telling us what an idiot he is. That's kind of the way it usually works. You know, you know what occurs on Twitter? You know what occurs on Twitter? Tell me, Joe. A lot of mansplaining. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I had a little yeah. fun with that. Uh, Tweet well yesterday the uh, legislator from Chanhassen who said, "Oh yeah, solar is the new corn." Yes, sir. So I did a GL yeah, tweet yeah. and I said, "Okay, that's great, but what are we supposed to eat?" And then all these yeah. people respond, "Well, you know, we only uh, eat a certain percentage of the corn; the rest of use right, for cattle." So uh, yeah, yeah okay, sugar, uh, pal. Uh, I'm <laughs> talking about the greens, not necessarily you corn. Know, I, I don't want to start a campfire here, but uh, you know that we also have a lot of mansplainers in the audience. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, I get the emails. <laughs> well, actually, by the way, uh, shout out wow. to Bert, who took a swing at me. You read an email about, from him yesterday or the day before. And I said, Bert, get out of my head. 
Bert responded via email. Well, there's a lot of room. In That's for you, Bert. That's good. Uh, guests at the Minnesota Zoo will soon be able to enjoy some new views. The zoo's treetop trail will open this July, the 28th, after the project broke ground last spring. It's a walking trail. It's about one and a quarter miles long, and it takes you about 32 feet above the ground. Huh. Zoo official says it's an immersive and accessible journey that'll give guests year-round access to hundreds of acres of forests, ponds, marshes, and of course, since it's a zoo, diverse wildlife. I know you don't like can zoos. The, can, animal, can a bear jump that high? I wonder. No, I don't I, think I so. Don't 32, yeah, 32 feet. I would prefer to do that seriously long walk um, with the Roycey method. Yeah, just, in you a know, car. Yeah, put me in a convertible or a go-kart or something. Uh, before we do any more news, I'll tell you we're about a week and a half away now from uh, if you're a rock and roll uh, history buff, if you're a, oh, I don't know, I uh, just like things in general that involve music. Mickey Dolenz is bringing his monkeys celebrated by Mickey Dolan's show to the Pantages Theater. Mickey sang a lot of monkey tunes, including, you know that one. Last Train to Clarksville. Very good, Joe. Last Train to Clarksville. You win. Name that tune for today. Uh, Mickey, of course, is the only surviving member of the Monkees. If you know their history, he sang about 70% of the, their songs, including that one and Pleasant Valley Sunday, I'm a Believer, and lots more. Uh, still good tickets. You can get them as low as 43 bucks by going to Ticketmaster.com or www.talicpresents.com. That's T-A-L-U-K. Mickey will perform that evening with a full band, and uh, not only that, lots of old video clips, pictures, and never-before-seen home movies of Mickey and the boys in the band on a large screen. Are that you is... old enough to remember the television show Circus Boy? No. I'm not. So that was Mickey Dolan's as a kid. He was, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Th this, um, this discussion that he's having there, that's, that's why I'd go. Yeah, I'd it would be fun. Sit there and throw questions at him and listen to stories. That'd be fun. Well, there was, I told you guys yesterday about a clip I saw where he was talking about hanging out in a swimming pool, just swimming when Stills, Stephen Stills walked up to him and it was in Laurel Canyon because that's where they all lived and just said, Hey, I just wrote this song. You want to give it a listen? Let me know what you think. And he sang for what it's worth, which of course became a huge hit for Stills in the Buffalo Springfield. So there'll be lots of stories like that. I'm you sure. know what I would, if I could, I'd ask him about their experience with the Jimi Hendrix. Uh, yeah, that'll be, that would be interesting. What a yeah, weird bill for them. Yeah, yeah. That was Hendrix. a weird bill. It, uh, it was their idea to have it happen and they all knew it wouldn't go well, <laughs> but they said, you know what? This guy needs to be exposed to us audiences. Yep, took him out. Yep. Anyway, uh, it's going to be fun. Mickey Dolan's it's Saturday, April 29th at the Pantages theater in Minneapolis, uh, ticketmaster.com or www.talicpresents.com. T-A-L-U-K. You're going to want to take that one in at the Pantages in a week and a half. Take it. Okay. Joe's got to take a leap. Where are you going to take it? Ruck, will you give me one <laughs> oh, here in the yes. break? I'm going to uh, go take a leak myself. <laughs> I'm glad everybody announces that. It's good. I, my bladder's empty. Yeah, Rook did it before the show. Yep. And let us know. You ready? Uh, I am going to pull up. <clears throat> yes, I am prepped. 
Ready to roll? I'm rolling. You know, several weeks ago, we told you about the Minnesota Masonic Charity Scholarship Program in Garage Logic here. As one of the largest private scholarship granting organizations in the state of Minnesota, Minnesota Masonic Charities is proud to support the young people of Minnesota. This year, they launched a brand new scholarship program. It's unlike anything I've ever seen. They call it the Selfless Scholar. The way the scholarship program works is very unique. Instead of inviting students to apply for a scholarship based on their achievements, this scholarship encourages young people to look beyond themselves and recognize the kindness and selflessness of their fellow students. Pretty pretty neat deal. And after receiving hundreds of wonderful stories, MMC has finalized the recipients for 2023 over the course of the next several weeks. I'll be sharing some of those stories with you, our wonderful Garage Logic listeners. One other cool thing about the scholarship is the $15,000 scholarship money are split between the nominator and the nominee. What a great idea, thereby awarding both the person who took the time to write the story and the person whose story got the attention of a peer. I'm looking forward to hearing some of these inspiring stories. I hope you are as well. I want you to stick around. If you want more information, mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org, 5960. When he comes back in. Keep doing it. Keep rolling. All right. And then just just keep going until he he goes nuts. Yeah, I will. And and make up weird stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Got it. How about a simulated um, Titanic ride or something, you know, just something ludicrous? They wear the Fez hats. Johnny, remember that Steely Dan song, The Fez? Yeah. Is that one of them? Yeah. That is Minnesota Masonic Charities. And if you're active in there, they will uh, let you try on the Fez hats. Uh, Minnesota Masonic Charities is a wonderful place. They do have the little carts. And if you want to see them, ask them to come out to your parade. I'm sure they would do that as well. Minnesota Masonic Charities. It's a wonderful, wonderful. They believe in aliens, but you got to come down and see their display in Bloomington. Nothing. (laughs) Must have been a quick leak. Don't, don't tell them. <laughs> it's like the, it's like the, the nose gag, the nose gag yesterday. God damn! It starts. I I knew I'd have to turn away because if Joe saw me, I was going to lose it. And they believe in aliens. And they believe in aliens. You can wear the hat. You, oh, you didn't give him a tell in the ruck sent you. Ah, damn it! Let's do it again. Fifty nine. <laughs> Take it from the top. Okay. Nope. Just need a quick minute. I got that, that that ad was long. Yeah, we got really <laughs> did it. Uh, it's still loading. It's so long. It's still loading. Money, money. All right. I didn't save. Oh yeah. Just you wait, bro. Yeah, I, you know what? Oh no! Right when I get it down too, they they change it on me. We got a whole new wrinkle for you, no, bro. Hang on. My kid says he was flipping channels and watched Kershaw go one, two, three in the oh. top of the fifth. It lasted four minutes. He was really good. Last four night. minutes. Yeah. yeah. Tigers and Guardians play doubleheader in four hours. What the hell? They're gonna be complaining. That's not, it's not taking long enough. Yeah, right? that's not right. It's not working for me. All right, you ready, Ken? 
Sure. I'm rolling. Ooh. Oh, baby. Whoa. Nice. Hey, now. You cannot stop him. He'll just make a move. Joe Suchere. He's all over the map with genre. Joe, uh, can I have this dance? Turn on the magic moonlight. Soft as your sweet perfume. Baby, I'm a real good man. I got it bad for you. Just like the song He's got good got side people, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Smile if you know what I'm saying. I got it bad for you. You can't lock Jeff into one genre. Nope. You just can't do it. Uh, this is all off the same disc, Kenny. All yeah. the songs have been playing, but they're all off the same disc. So, sorry. Go ahead. It's amazing. No wonder he sells so much music. Yeah, the guys at Tri-State Bobcat GLers, you can lock them into the uh, genre of having really cool equipment, all sorts of brands, including the famous Toro, the absolute leader in lawn care. Get yourself a Toro, change your life, especially a zero-turn mower. Wow, can you mow fast? It makes mowing fast and fun. Right now, Tri-State still has last year's 54-inch time cutter zero turns with the my ride suspension it's like riding on a flying carpet 42.99 current model year the 50 inch time cutter 37.99 you can see all these deals and so much more at the website tristatebobcat.com you can also get yourself a pretty darn powerful battery powered handheld piece of lawn equipment when toro did it they went all in the 60 volt power source with the toro flex force system that runs the string trimmers, the hedge trimmers, and the leaf blowers. That makes the units themselves very light because the battery pack is in backpack form. Super powerful. Keeps, uh, it keeps you uh, working all day long. It's amazing technology from Toro and definitely worth looking into a Tri-State Bobcat. Great deals and more. Uh, you'll find them in Hudson, Little Canada, and Burnsville, plus down in Owatonna, Mankey's Equipment, and on the web, tristatebobcat.com. In other news, Fox News agreeing to pay $787.5 million to Dominion Voting Systems, settling that lawsuit brought by the company that was repeatedly smeared on air with proven wrong claims of helping to rig the presidential election. The figure, the largest publicly disclosed monetary settlement ever in an American defamation action, averted what could have been an even costlier outcome for Fox and its parent company. Fox Corp. had it gone to a jury. Dominion had asked for $1.6 billion, and several pretrial rulings had strengthened the claims. The settlement agreement came with only a grudging acknowledgement by Fox that it had been wrong in repeatedly airing the false statements that backed up President Trump's claims of election fraud after the 2020 election. Fox hosts and guests had repeatedly depicted Dominion, the maker of voting machines and software, as at the heart of a conspiracy to change votes to hand Joe Biden the election, even though emails showed that Fox hosts themselves didn't believe the claims. Some folks were upset that Dominion agreed and didn't put Fox through a legal ringer, but there are still problems looming for the network. They now have to contend with a second defamation suit filed by a different voting machine company, Smartmatic USA, which is asking for 2.7 
billion dollars. And Fox investors are also lining up with their own lawsuits, alleging that Rupert Murdoch and other board members were derelict in their duties by allowing Fox News to promote election lies, which harmed the network's reputation as a news organization, according to the lawsuits. I got a question. Got to yeah. unpack here. If I said something on the air that cost Hubbard Broadcasting Inc. $775 million, wouldn't I be fired? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Why aren't any of those Fox people getting fired? <laughs> because they still must believe in them, even though I think they have. No, off air, they were all saying Trump's crazy and this, this didn't happen and on and on and on. There's I don't get that reference. That. I'll do it. I'm not recording the show. Oh. But Joel's right. How are all these people allowed to keep their jobs? Is my question. Okay, you went on the air and you lied, and we know that off air you didn't. You you were uh, you were celebrating the idea that you knew this was all bogus, but then you went on the air and lied. Why do you get to keep your job? I don't get it. If you admit you're wrong, seven hundred and seventy-five million is a hell of an admission. Yeah, how do they a lot of those lawyers are in BMW stores today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's all I had. To yeah, say. I, I, I don't think any of us have any answers, Joe. I think that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. No, I have an answer. You're absolutely right. And in the case of HBI, it has happened. Yeah. And rightfully yeah. so. Yeah. Morning consult. Uh, consider- get it now. Got it now. Okay. I go. got it now. <laughs> oh, I think Chris, I That's just got it too. Got it. Oh, God. I don't. I'm but sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. Told. That's okay. I got it, Chris. Morning consult considered a highly accurate polling system. He'll so have that- to be told. Yes. You're speaking I re- about. I refer to you in the third person yeah. while you're in the room. Yes. Yeah. As at the moment, <laughs> Donald Trump has a large lead on other Republican presidential hopefuls. Their latest poll has Trump at 53%. Ron DeSantis at 24%, Mike Pence at 7%, and lots of others bringing up the rear below Pence. DeSantis saw several prominent Republicans back Trump this week, while other candidates, including Trump, took swipes at DeSantis's running feud with the Disney company. I think Florida. Hubbard's number's a little bit lower than 750. That's funny because I yeah, didn't I get the Reavers good. reference when I made my own reference. <laughs> I, well, but they were the same reference. Right. Me too. And in my mind, that's the one going through my head, and I didn't get uh, Chris's but reference. But he landed on his feet. We Kenny, all I made a seafoam mistake. Oh, oh, no. I used it as a degreaser. Uh, Did it work? It, yes, but it doesn't dry. It, right. So right. now, if well, you walk you through mean? it, you 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 leave a sea foam footprint on a uh-huh. surface where I didn't use the sea foam. The, um, the sea foam top engine cleaner will take care of that. It, that dries dry. Well, I'm it, it's like that it's like a carb cleaner. Yeah. <clears throat> what, what is it? The floor? Yeah. And is it a bare concrete floor, or is it got a treatment it's on treated. it? It's treated. Yeah, you might want to be careful with that then. Well, hell, I... Are you cleaning out a carburetor? No, I moved flush a car. It out, flush I, it out? I moved a car that had left its mark on the uh, floor. And don't I thought, you lay down cardboard? What's yeah, I do. You? Never mind. It's a long story. My point you is... You lay down carpet. Uh, my point is that seafoam is a great... Uh, it um, great to get rid of the I, oil, I but it doesn't, it doesn't go away. 
I'm sorry. I'm going to have to knock a few knack points off your yeah. off your list. I'm yeah, sorry, but you Joe. know what? You can't really use gas anymore because the gas is so bad that that also doesn't necessarily dry. Yeah. I do. So there's a question for GLers. What product can you put on a treated floor that will take care of the uh, the oil spill you're trying to clean, but also itself disappear? Uh, I use floor dry. Well, I, I didn't. I do miss the radio days when you'd wander the hallways looking at old pieces of cardboard. Oh, I got some great cardboard. Oh, yeah. I love cardboard. <laughs> uh, do you need some? No. I've got I to no. thin the uh, No, we're herd. good. We're good. i got too much. Uh, Tommy Schneider also checking in with a photo, Lake Minnetonka ice out in Ooh. effect. Am I going with the 19th or the 17th? I think you're going to have to go with the 19th. Okay. All right. Uh, this also declared by the Hennepin County Sheriff's Office. Oh, there you go. Well, then let's so add ice out today, Minnetonka, 2001 and 2023. Bingo. Two teens have been arrested in connection with that deadly shooting at a birthday party in Alabama over the weekend where four victims were killed, 32 others injured. Tyreek McCullough, 17, and Travis McCullough, 16, have each been charged with four counts of reckless murder. I don't mean this mean, but Tyreek didn't have a chance from birth. You know why? Here's here's how his name is spelled. T-Y mm-hmm. space R-E-I-K. They both have been charged as adults. The suspects were arrested and officially charged on Tuesday. The shooting took place at a crowded birthday party in the small town of Dadeville, located about 60 miles northeast of Montgomery, according to the Alabama Law Enforcement Agency. Oklahoma Sheriff's Office says a newspaper's audio recording in which the sheriff and other county officials are reportedly heard talking about killing two journalists and hanging black people was illegal and predict felony charges will be filed because of the taping. So that's what they took out of it. A post on the Sheriff's Office Facebook page, the agency's first public comment since the comments by Sheriff Kevin Clardy and others were reported, does not address the recorded discussion at all. The threatening comments by the officials have sparked outrage and protests in Oklahoma. Governor Kevin Stitt and State Representative Eddie Dempsey, both Republicans who represent the area, have called for Clardy and the others to resign. NAACP leaders in Oklahoma also called for the FBI and the Department of Justice to investigate. Bruce Willingham, the longtime publisher of the McCurtain Gazette News, said the recording was made March 6th when he left a voice-activated recorder inside the room after a county commissioner's meeting because he suspected the group was continuing to conduct business and that would be in violation of the state's open meeting law. Well, the newspaper then released portions of the recording uh, Jennings tells Clardy and Manning, quote, I know there are two deep holes, Doug, if you ever need them, talking about the newspaper men. I've got an excavator and I know two or three hit men, adding that they're very quiet guys. After that in the recording, the council member complains about not being able to hang black people like in the old days. Oh, wow. Saying they got more rights than we got. Jail Administrator Larry Hendricks was also present during the conversation. Uh, nobody else from the Sheriff's Administration has made any comments since then. I would think those would be considered threats. You wow. think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I brought in a story just for Kenny and Joe. Right. No, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm done talking about this. You're done? Well, I, I don't even know what he's talking about. I can't, so I'm I got, so deep into physics right now, which is so beyond me that I, I just I need to put this. Well, I wish I knew what well, the topic was. All right, I'll, I'll let it go, the ahead, lead, go ahead. The, 
Leader of the Pentagon's UFO Identification Office, who recently speculated about the potential for an alien mothership in the solar system and extraterrestrial technological probes visiting Earth, is testifying in a rare congressional hearing. Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, the director of the recently formed All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, will appear as the sole witness in front of the Senate Armed Services Committee today. He will talk about the mission, activities, oversight, and budget of the office that was created by the Pentagon last year. Their goal is identifying and attributing unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs, more commonly known as UFOs. Kirkpatrick's high-profile testimony comes as Congress has pushed the U.S. intelligence community and the Pentagon in recent years to be more forthcoming about what they know about UFOs detected above the skies of the U.S. It also comes just over a month after a draft paper he co-authored through Harvard University was published with the abstract titled Physical Constraints on Unidentified Aerial Phenomena and with its exploring extraterrestrial possibilities the money's all going to be shifted to other top secret uses why are we allowing the government to lead the charge here how come the nations the world's top physicists aren't doing this independent studies from people who are actually true scientists they never give us the name uh, names in the groups that are studying this why should we trust anything they say everything they say uh, as far as i'm concerned is a lie Plus, Everything. when you consider the politicians that we deal with, yeah. they're not capable of something no, like this. No, no, right. no. I want, is, I'm with you, Ken. I want the top private guys yep. instead of the government. Real physicists. Get them on the case. This is and the then, year you'll know. This is the year you'll know. Full disclosure from these people. Tell us. Because it's all lies from the government. I did, I did oh. not know that John was going to bring this story, but I have some of that testimony right here. You wanting the top people in yeah, charge? Yeah, I can predict. There should not be one billionaire in America. <laughs> you know why? None. Why? And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because there is nobody that works hard enough to earn a billion dollars. Works. And my argument is this. The two jobs I did in my life that were physically the most demanding and mentally the most difficult that I ever did paid me the least amount of money. Yeah. One was going through butts, and I challenge any billionaire to put up with six weeks of that shit. $62 every two weeks. You know, and the second was right before I went in the Navy. I had a job with the Minnesota Highway Department. Yeah. A couple bucks above minimum wage. Yeah. Up a I worked for the bridge crew, and you know what my job was? What? I worked a four-day work week, yeah. 10 hours a day, so I could have Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the weekend. Yeah, for yeah. You're 18. Weekend. Of course yeah. you're going to do that. Yeah. Hell yeah. But I worked 40 hours in four days now on the bridge the crew. And guess what I did? Ran the 80-pound jackhammer. Must be testimony, huh? Jenny billionaire. Testimony. To run the jackhammer for 40 hours one week and tell me he works harder than that. I know he doesn't. I want this guy That's why I believe there should not be investigation. Listen, you bosom lickers. 
He's making a great point. Why is it that the guys and gals that work the hardest in this country get paid the least? Listen to this. I get called a commie and listen to Kenny. They're taking the least risks. I'm not taking away um, from the work that billionaires do, and I disagree with them on that, but these guys work way harder than the rest of us. I I agree with Kenny right now. He's taking the jackhammer and running with it. Reason I had when I thought that. What is that? I, it's, it's him at recent. some forum. It's just recent, yeah, too, it's, right? It's you know? only a couple of days old, but yeah, I found yeah. it yesterday afternoon. Shouldn't be a billion. And I'm in here just dying, right? I want to find this spot. Jesse doing Will Sasso as Jesse. Yes. He just keeps. I want any billionaire to pick up the jackhammer and start lumbering some concrete while he's making a billion of bucks. Oh. I I don't know. I I love that man. Oh, it's I, I do too. I, I love myself. Love he probably don't love you more than me. I don't know. <laughs> He'd be so fun to do a show with. My God, it'd be fun. Yeah, you but know? I'm not leaving my house. Hey, well, <laughs> you didn't listen to the show until Such yeah. yesterday when he was talking about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I will come. Say maybe your business isn't worth a billion dollars, and according to Jesse, you shouldn't even exist. If you're a billionaire, you want to buy a tortilla? It's a billion bucks. You got to get by the jackhammer. You ever gone in the ring with a hyena? You know, or whatever it was. A polar. No, You're on Eckberg Lammers time right now. Yeah, we are. You're tell me Eckberg about the Lammers time. Don't go on the lamb, but tell me about the Eck. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to tell you. Let's you got to plan for business succession. You don't want that to all fall apart and have somebody like if Jesse walk in. you've had a jackhammer in. in your family for generations, the Lammers going to protect it for your family. Well, you that's well, you're not far you off. You might have a nice jacket. You're not far off su- uh, succession planning. Uh, you know what, Eck? Hey, the lamb. Yeah, we're going to good copy on this one. Oh, okay. Whether you're an individual that needs an estate plan or a business that you can all go to hell. Yeah. That business. I feel that, like I'm there right now. A, a business that needs. I'm sorry, Eckberg Lammers. Yeah. They're gonna, you know what? They'll take care of everything. You don't yes, have to will. follow it up when the when you got to sell it or pass yep. it on to family members. They take care of the whole thing. And unlike our former governor, they would uh, they would acknowledge your success as a billionaire. You know, my brother and I, when my parents were <laughs> small, they had a small treasure chest. <laughs> yeah, my dad did the money under the carpet. Right under the carpet. Yeah. You don't need to hide money under the carpet. Small business owners plan for your transition, medium, big business, whatever. You got to take care of your ownership interest to keep family business in the family. Uh, I'm sorry that I'm surrounded by these people uh, that don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, You call Eckberg Lammers. Tell them you heard about it on this show if you dare. 651 Four three nine two eight seven eight, or visit EckbergLammers.com. You know, my brother's name was Jan, yep. and uh, he was a tough kid. It was like a, a boy named Sue. Right. <laughs> you know? All right, everybody. I, I was sitting they're on gonna that. They're going to lose that client. No, they're going to love it. <laughs> they're going to love it. I was sitting on that, and I didn't want to tell you it I It was a non sequitur. But rookie's not here the rest of the week. You know? Yeah. Where that are you was, going to Austin? That was that was awesome. That when was are you perfect. going? 
tomorrow morning. Who's going? The whole family? I don't know, just Mick and I. Where are you, uh, what are you going to do in Austin? Uh, just see where he lives and see the sights. I've never been there before. Wait, isn't that thing going on right now? Got to go to the Charles Whitman Tower. You've got to go to... Um... Why don't you text me these things? <laughs> What's that show? They, um, uh, the show from Austin, John. South took by Austin no, City Limits. Yeah, Austin City Limits. That's took what I was thinking. Austin, Austin, yeah. On that building. Um, I'm yeah. sure Matthews has, has a full itinerary and surprises. But he's not a music guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Yeah, they are. Uh, they both are. Plus, he likes to um, do research, and he said he's got a full schedule. So I'm like he's going to get you up at six in the morning. And... No, it won't be that early. I'll be up way early before him. Oh. Oh, I just God. had a Shiner Bach yesterday. Well, I had half of one, <laughs> but dang, good beer. How in God's name do you have a half a beer? Oh. I can't finish. I can't finish a glass of beer uh, or a bottle of beer. I'm with you on that. I just I I can't drink anymore. I try. I have big ideas. Buy a twelve pack, drink a half of one, and the wife kills the rest of it. <laughs> uh, I follow on Instagram a um, something called Tops Humor. It's just it's really cheesy and you know. Uh, risque stuff and there was an ad for a male enhancement thing and it was a, it was like a fake ad and i looked at the comments and one guy says worst product ever i used it for two weeks and now i have scrapes all over the end of my penis from it dragging on the ground <laughs> Ow. Worst product. What, 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 what are you reading? Well, it's just it's just it's silly stuff like that. It's yeah, no, like what what seventies humor stuff. Um, where where did you see this? I was on in, it was on Instagram. A thing. Oh, there's well, your there's your well, problem. Speaking of that uh, ad, I now need, I have all the. Uh, I still need uh, Ray from you. <laughs> okay, is that it then? No. Well, who's got That's something it for else? Me, I got to one more. Well, we're only having one more session. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Take it, Ray. Okay, the time is now for you to get in touch with welterheating.com. Yes, your furnace limped through winter. Have you thought about your air conditioning unit yet? No, no it's too cold. Well, you need I know a jackhammer. You, you turned it off. If you need a jackhammer, call Welter. <laughs> if you turned it off and it was making sounds, it's still going to be making those same sounds. So be proactive with Welter right now. Give them a call at 612-825-6867. Better yet. You want a freebie? Go to their website, welterheating.com. They have frequently asked questions, and they have free answers. Rick has put a whole bunch of stuff together, so you might have your question answered without somebody coming out to see you. 612-825-6867, four generations, 100 years under their belt, and they can fix your furnace, your air conditioner, your air purification system, or maybe just answer questions. I've worked with these people, and I can tell you they are the professionals that I'm telling you about. 612-825-6867 or online at welterheating.com. Call them and let them know you heard it from the Rook. They will jackhammer your air conditioning unit. That is scraping on the ground because of this product. What what forum was he speaking to that required him to rip was he, billionaires? Was he just on a street what corner? What the hell Joseph? was this? He was, he was on a podcast or something. Yeah, it was some show. And honestly, who cares? It's just you with an open mic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. 
Even when I disagree with them, I love it. Oh, that's the best to. Um, that's the best time to disagree. I mean, the best time to be hanging with him is when you disagree because he's trying to change your opinion. What yeah, was the uh, uh, the most thorough debate you and the gov got into on the air? Uh, I really doubt there was trying one. to get all these spots in before he took Hemp John's call <laughs> when there's two minutes to go. Like you, you can't take. I got a four minutes of spots here and three minutes left. No, I gotta take Hemp John. What do you got today? God. <laughs> oh, God. It, it was on his podcast. It looks like Jesse he's Ventura. sitting on a bar stool on a stage. Oh, really? He does. He he has a well, podcast. He, wherever that was, he wasn't doing it for free. Right. Right. Well, that's because we didn't. They didn't send me a letter. Oh. <laughs> I thought we had him lined up for this. That's- they didn't okay. send him a letter. Oh, <clears throat> they chose Bernard. <laughs> All right, we ready, Ken? That would have been so fun to have him under our umbrella. Oh my god! God, that would have just been fantastic. It, it, seriously, it. The guy is. He's even more uh, determined to change your opinion now that he just has extra time. When about I, electric cars. Oh, that or about uh, everything. Oh, about everything. Oh, but the debate about electric cars—he well, wants to down your throat. Well, he's you wrong. know how I love conspiracies. Oh, I just it'd just be fascinating to get going with him on conspiracies. Magic bullet—he would go for forty-five minutes. <laughs> uh, Cuba, oh, forty-five minutes. Nixon, a- hour and a half. Aliens. Hour and a half. Oh yeah. God, you think we're the fun. only people out there? How could a state this screwed up have elected him governor? Because he was so fun. How, how, That's right. my, my, I know my theory. It hasn't been tested, but my theory is the hunting and fishing ballot questions that were on there got all the guys that sit on their butts at the bar and don't vote. And all their buddies all, said, we have to vote. And they said, let's vote uh, for Jesse. All my, also, blue, all my blue-collar buddies voted for Jesse, and all of them. College kids. Of course. Yeah, there, was, we, we, there was five of us. From Faribault that left Mankato in my piece of crap car just to vote for Jesse. Yeah, would you That's... rather have as governor him or Walsh? Jesse, Jesse, well, yeah. it's it's Jesse, any day. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I still have friends on Facebook who love Jesse and would vote for him again. I would too, compared I, to his moron I, we got yeah, now. I didn't vote for him because I had some insight. <laughs> yeah, I didn't vote for him what either. Jesse's deal was, but it didn't. It didn't take away me loving him. But didn't uh, wasn't it great when he. Uh, did the um, media the, jackals? The, oh God, budget, that was so good. The budget where he did Best the piggy, he did the piggy faces ever because it was Governor too much pork. Turnbuckle. I got four years worth of columns out of that. <laughs> yeah, you did. It's so fun. Your ass. I went to that. Tell Such and Royce that, that I won. Yeah, yeah. He, right, he just got a, a, a predicted that he. That he I love me and the light goes on. The monkey hits the button. The aggression in his voice is just delightful to me. <clears throat> and he's he's not BSing. He's serious. That's yeah, what that's, he's that's, his thought process. That's at awesome. That time. That's awesome. Yeah, I love and, it. And not just the aggression, but when he he. Whatever somebody thinks he's right, and he does that little. There you know, is no I'm so much smarter than delay. you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we are all elected to make decisions based on the best information available at the time, and to avoid that responsibility is unfair to the people who elected us. 
I don't disagree with that. Yeah, they did screw him over by that's right he's a third party guy. So the Dems and the Republicans played bad, and that's what soured him. That's why he said, what "Forget this." this. Can we get going here? I gotta go. Okay. Can you ready? Yeah, rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. More Jeff Dayton. Yes, sir. His room is full of letters, photographs and cards. His old friends come to visit, but they don't know who they are. Long, slow train out of time. Lifetime full of memories. Well, I about Glenn. Glenn, yeah. On a long, slow train out of town. Okay, before I tear up here. It's a great song, by the way. And my what? wife listened to it. We just lost her mom to oh. Alzheimer's. And oh. that was pretty good. Yeah. Well, thanks for setting me up, yeah, fellas. Okay. I appreciate that. <laughs> Kenny, she was a big fan. Kenny, she was a big fan of you. Oh. Okay, that's a picture. So we lost one. There's a segue. Yeah, sorry. Uh, so GL is wondering what the widest selection means. Well, in the case of Moon Motorsports in Monticello, it means well, it means what you think it means: the largest selection of power sports brands. But the difference at Moon Motorsports is that it also means they specialize in every riding style imaginable. Moon has four brands of ATVs and side by sides, from Honda to Can Am, Yamaha, Polaris. But their selection covers riders who, well, they ride hard with the sports rigs. You know that. It's fun, full throttle fun. Uh, riders who use their rigs for utility and for work. That That's that's me. Hi, I'm Kenny. And riders who are all about recreation, trail riding, having fun with the family. Nine brands of motorcycles at Moon Motorsports. They offer so much for the adventure riders from small, nimble adventure, small displacement bikes to larger display, uh, displacement their selection of BMW, KTM, Triumph, Honda, Yamaha, Ducati, and Husqvarna, it means they have more adventure riding options than any other shop in the region. They're up there in Moon Mo- in, uh, Monticello, Moon Motorsports, ATVs, side-by-sides, adventure motorcycles. They're the brand leaders. Check them out on the web, moonmotorsports.com. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the Traveling Lymans, who's Travels can be followed at WorldWideWaftage.com. It was on this day. Joe, today is April 19th. In 1858, the year of statehood, the Yankton, Dakota, ceded the area around their Pipestone Quarry in Pipestone County to the United States, but retained free access to the quarry. How do you like that? Huh. That, that Pipestone in Minnesota was traded by tribes across the United States. Mm-hmm. It's a very, uh, yeah, it's a big deal among the natives. On this day in 1865. 419. On a national day of mourning for President Abraham Lincoln, St. Paul businesses closed and city officials wore black armbands. The courthouse was draped in black for 30 days. Hmm. On this day in 1902. April 19th. Duluth's public library opened. Huh. The libraries are a lot different now. I'll say. And on this day in 1945. The official ice out of Lake Minnetonka, April 19th. Hail Minnesota became the state song, written by two University of Minnesota 
Minnesota, Minnesota students in 1904 and 1905. It also is the university's official song. Hail Minnesota. Um, and John Height, Don um, McLean, and Kenny Olson changed and wrote a new Minnesota song <laughs> right. about six months ago on the Krabby Coffee Shop. Was Krabby done today? Yeah. There's a new Krabby out? Yeah. Well, you're not promoting it. Yeah, what the hell? You know. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just well, I'll show. promote it. There's a new Krabby Coffee Shop out today. Listen if you want. Yeah. Is it yeah. a good one? Well, what, uh, what the only good thing about Krabby is Dawn, and yeah. today we got her going about the paranormal stuff. So yeah, it was really interesting. Oh, yeah, 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 it was yeah, like very that. interesting. I like that. She's the only reason to listen to that show. Truthfully, I, I'm on the show, and I agree with Candy. So, right. well, GLers, you heard it there. Oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. GLers, if you wouldn't mind, please do us a favor and hit the subscribe button right there. It's on the Garage Logic YouTube channel because there we are posting content for you every single day. And sometimes you get multiple videos a day on the Garage Logic YouTube channel. You can follow us along on all of our social media channels, which include Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and the Garage Logic Town Council. If you haven't done so yet, boy, you are missing out because for just 10 bucks a month or 100 dollars a year you get to listen to joe open up a newspaper and you get all sorts of gl stuff kenny olson i wore a hat for the entire show today you never noticed i did i did notice and it won't happen again <laughs> uh we don't know that What you reading, Joe? Well, I'm trying to figure out which stations have which games. I think the Wilds are on the deuce, aren't they? They're on the deuce. Oh, wait a minute. We'll need this. I need this. No. Nope. That's your address. I need this. Jeez. That was still such a great clip. That's your that's your date of birth. <laughs> you know, I get I get all these emails from um, MnDOT, and they all come from different people depending on who's in charge of what project. And one of them I get from a guy; it's his name, and then in parentheses it says he, him, his. Oh. Yeah. See you, Rock. Kenny, I've, oh. I've now blocked him, so they go right into my trash. I don't even see them anymore. Kenny, did you see the video of the? Was it St. Anthony police squad running into the vehicle on a on the freeway? It was a state trooper. Oh, it was a trooper. I thought yeah. they said it was a Saint. Saint Ran Anthony. into a Hummer. Yeah. Okay. It was a trooper. I was it, it overnight? No, it was this morning, wasn't it, Johnny? It was. I think it was yesterday. I thought I saw it yesterday, Chris. Oh, oh. Or wait, oh. you know what? You might be right. Was it, it might have was been it two eighty. I think. So. Yeah, if it's St. Anthony, it was two eighty. I heard about it as I turned on the scanner this morning, but everything was cleared. I couldn't find it. But yeah, there was a lot of talking about it on the uh, scanner. Roseville traffic cameras captured a St. Anthony police squad yeah, car right. changing lanes and hitting a Hummer, resulting in a near rollover crash on southbound 35W near County Road C. Oh, earlier tonight. This was yesterday. yesterday. John's right. This yep. was yesterday. Oh, well, mine was the end of a police chase. 
Wow. No, this was just, he was going over to help. There was a highway, okay, highway helper, on the left. Yep, yep. He gotcha. was here. The Hummer was two lanes away and the Hummer started switching lanes and the true or the St. Anthony guy must've looked and saw nothing there and then turned right into him when the Hummer switched lanes. Yeah. So, but is this, oh, people don't know how to behave around flashing emergency lights. So is this guy in the Hummer, is he going to be in some deep, you know what? I, no, I don't think so. Cause he was trying to get no. away from the, he was trying yeah, to get no. away from the highway helper. As long he as he right passed the sobriety test, he's fine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Joe, John, will you send me news stories, please? Oh, shit. Uh, shoot. Yes. John Shut. said a cuss word on the show. Yeah, once in a while, I swear. Not Minnesota legislators Andy Smith. Yeah, one second. Legislators Smith. Yep. And Ginny Clevorn, K-L-E-V. Spell Ginny for me. because G-I-N-N-Y. Yep. K-L-E-V-O-R-N. Yep. Weigh in on the need for tax increases. Period. Okay. They were joined by St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter. Who, comma, who wants to raise taxes to fix streets. Uh, Wait, they were joined by St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter, comma. Repeat that other part. Who wants to raise taxes to repair streets. Okay. Uh, interesting flood report from North Dakota. John Height News. Okay, so we are all going to be well, except for Rook on Friday. Yeah. All right. That's good. That's good. That's good. Why not? It's going to be 40 degrees. Why not? God, the forecast looks miserable. Just horrible. I know. I keep thinking we're going to hit a 70 again here, right? Pretty soon. Oh, maybe in <laughs> June. Yeah. That's so flat you can watch your dog run away from mine. <laughs> that was yeah, really I'm funny. stealing that line. Uh -huh. I don't know where it will ever turn up, but pretty good. I thought it was days. What did I say? Miles. Okay, days. Close enough. Well, no, but days sounds better. Yeah, right. Because, like, it's not a... Joe, PG and E were from Los Angeles, not not uh, San Francisco. Huh. The, the band. Did any of them go on to do anything memorable? Uh, not really. No. I mean, some of them worked in the music industry, but it looked like about half of them are dead. So. Yeah. Thanks, Which makes Johnny. sense. Oh, those were rough times. Yeah. Well, plus it was 50 years ago. I mean, if they were adults. Did anybody from Moby Grape ever go on to do anything? Uh, Skip Spence lost his mind. Their guitar player. He's he's the best known one. Hmm. Uh, did a lot of drugs. <coughs> Made a great album after he was after he lost his mind. Strangely enough, <coughs> which I didn't know about till my kid showed it to me. Like the guy in Pink Floyd who followed it and then went nuts. Yeah, unfortunately, he couldn't make any good music after that. 
I don't, I'm not sure he made any before he went nuts. I, well, see, I, I'm not a big fan of the band after him. So, I mean, they're okay, but nothing. Well, Dark Side of the Moon, John, is pretty damn good. It's good. I, I wouldn't, you know, it's not my top 100. How's that? Oh, for God's sakes. It's in my top 10. No, not me. Proving what John and I have been saying for years. No taste, <laughs> no knowledge, no nothing. Yeah, 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 there's, yeah. $787 million is a lot of money. That's uh, M-Series BMWs and uh, AMG Mercedes. Damn. But, okay, I didn't want to ask this one during the show. I'll just treat the What's town 10% council to of 750? You can 75 million? Yeah. 7.5. 78. 78.7 million. million. Those, those lawyers made a nice payday. But And they didn't have to go to trial. But in all honesty, how does a network survive writing a check that large? I mean, I don't ever, know. I don't know what role well, insurance by I, I read, yeah, they must have libel insurance, right? Or some, I don't know. Oh. Plus, I saw he has, Murdoch's paid just outrageous amounts for other cases, too. Really? So he, I mean, I know he's loaded, but what wow. the hell? Well, what kind of world is it where you don't get fired for that? I don't well, get hell. it. Well, Joe. Well, what, John? I can't speak of this because, you know, everybody thinks I'm a commie, so. Well, I want your answer. Well, I, I don't know. I You got a whole third of the nation who won't watch anything but Fox News, and they don't know anything about this because they never hear any other news. And Fox News isn't reporting on it. Isn't and they don't, and they don't believe it too. I mean, they just, wouldn't that be commonplace to not report on your own? In other words, if CNN had gone, you know what I'm saying? But, would they? Would they? It's a well. Yes, it would be if it weren't a, a news story this huge. Because I, you can make the argument that you know this helped lead to January 6th. It helped lead to Donald Trump's you know claims that he still makes, which we all know are false. I mean, it's a news story, mm. huge. I mean, you could make, the, if, let's say you were a radical leftist. You <laughs> could make the claim that these people are guilty of some form of treason. That's just, you know, what I think people could do easily without, and spurred on the efforts of January 6th. Huh. I need to lie more. I yep. need to be more profane. Yep. I need to be more ideologically crazy. Yeah, but you also need to sleep at night. I don't sleep well anyway, so why not get the money? Okay. Yeah. I slept pretty good last night. Yeah? I've uh, just doing UFOs re research. I've found myself listening to the Joe Rogan podcast more and more. Yeah. And um, he takes it long form. Sometimes he has guests on for two hours or more. Yep. He just goes uh, till he's done, right? Is I mean, he every yeah. day? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's a really relaxed approach. I mean, it's just two guys. They could be in a coffee shop just hanging out and BSing. And uh, I, I really enjoy his approach. And he admits, you know, all these things that people accuse him of, he, he admits, you know, he sometimes says stuff because he's just talking. He doesn't have an agenda. It's just 
his agenda is just do interesting talk with interesting people. I don't people. agree with everything he says, Kenny, but he is Well, neither does he. He's authentic, though. You yeah, neither does he. And yeah. he'll come back and say, well, I got that one wrong. Yeah, but you he know? is authentic. Yeah. You can tell he's not playing a character. Yeah. yeah. And when he has the comedian on, boy, if you need some stress release. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. He had, who did he have on recently? Bill, um, I've watched Bill Burr um, a number of oh, uh, visits. Yeah. I love Bill so Burr. good. I love because Bill, Bill is just being Bill instead of Bill doing material, and it's yeah. pretty dang good. Bill's a pilot. What? Why really? choppers? I, I'm yeah. unaware of Bill Burr. Oh, okay. I think he's wonderful. He's I think you'd I'm enjoy disturbing. Bill Burr. He's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Stand up guy. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if I can yeah. find a clip of I think you would appreciate Bill. He'll say anything. There is a show, and I forget the name of it, that Dill had me watch. It's filmed in Austin, where they they have comedians on. It's just a table of people. And people will show up, and Rogan shows up on occasion. And when he shows up, he's already been drinking or you know, mm -hmm. half stoned. And it's hysterical when they all get together. Uh, who's the guy, the big comedian that was just here sold out? He was got stuck in Bismarck during the blizzard. He was on one with Rogan. It was hysterical. Oh God! What the hell's his name? I got a girlfriend, man. I watch a lot of uh, watch a lot of TV with her. You know, I just annoy the hell out of her. She loves watching this the Oprah Winfrey show. Really? And I love old. like watching her. Is it? Watch the Oprah yeah. Winfrey show. Oh. Does he have? And hair? I wait for Oprah to say yeah. something stupid. Yeah. The second she does, yeah. I just take it out of my girl because I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, that's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> no, we were watching it the other day. You know, Oprah's on there. She's interviewing some clam. You know, and. Uh, <laughs> She's giving her this big, ridiculous intro. Like, she's done this, she's done that, she's done this, and she does the most difficult job on the planet. She's the mother. It continues on immediately. I just look at my girlfriend like, <laughs> you know, like, really? Being a mother is the most difficult job on the planet? Oh, yeah, all those mothers who die every year from black lung, from inhaling all that coal dust. <laughs> Dude, women are just constantly patting themselves on the back about how difficult their lives are, and no one corrects them because they want to fuck them. Whoops. Sorry, town council. I forgot about that part. Yeah, he will say the politically incorrect. Oh, I mean, yeah, and it's so funny. It's he such a relief Bert, to hear somebody really talking funny. that way. Bert Kreischer is the guy I was thinking of. Oh, him and, I don't him know and him. Oh, he's hysterical. And he and Rogan showed up. And I mean, they were half in the bag to this show in Austin. Oh, God, it was just wonderful. I liked it better when the world had about three comedians and you could keep track of them. Oh, <laughs> I think we are in, it's the golden from, age. Yeah, yeah, right now, there are so many good ones. Yeah. And a lot of them just bypass um, all yeah. of the other stuff and just throw it on YouTube. Yeah, and I wouldn't know any of them if not for Dill. But his generation, it's like every 20 years, there's a new batch of really good ones. And then there's yeah. a 10, 10 year downtime. Where you know? we get Dane Cook. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And there's, yeah, Dill has shown me a ton. That was, there, when he rose to popularity, it was at the tail end of my college days, Dane Cook. And everybody that, I, I said, this, this guy's not funny. Yeah, no, but you got it. No, it's, this is stupid. This isn't funny. If you uh, get a chance, uh, Kreischer, 
who's quite popular, he sells out everything, got stuck in Bismarck during one of the blizzards this past winter. He's playing the civic center there. Okay. And he kept, he does lots of social media stuff and he's just a complete, you know, he's fat and, you know, <laughs> well, drinks a lot. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Find, um, search Bill Burr, um, in his father. He's got a great bit about his dad, how him and his brother were terrified of him and how he was psycho. <laughs> What was the show? There was a cartoon show Burr had. What was that? Really? Uh, hmm. He did all the voice for it, wrote it. Um, I'll find out. Why does this keep doing this? And Bill Pray says. Of your dad, your dad's dad. I talked about this shit before, but I'm still working through it. So just bear with me. You just were fucking. Yeah. Like, I love seeing kids nowadays loving their dad. Like, dad, what's going on? Want to go play, dad? Let's go ride bikes. Yeah, when I was a kid, I was like, damn. Okay, hold on. I think I got it here. It was fucking nuts. Yeah, I grew up in a very, dad, fuck, dad, fuck. Dad's <laughs> like home. Angry time. You know, like you were afraid of your dad, your dad's dad. I talked about this shit before, but I'm still working through it. So just bear with me. You just were fucking, yeah. Like I love seeing kids nowadays loving their dad. Like, dad, what's that? We want to go play, dad? Let's go ride bikes, dad, dad. Yeah, when I was a kid, I was like, Dad. Oh, this thing is not playing. Open a window! Mom, what did you see in that? <laughs> fucking lunatic, right? It was absolute fucking lunacy. And not just my house. I love my parents, but it was just the time. Like, everybody was fucking crazy. You were afraid, and people could put their hands on you, and other people's dads could hit you. And then you come home, oh, what the fuck did you do? I'll fucking hit you first. Just, <laughs> teachers would grab you, dig their nails into your fucking neck. She'd come home. Well, well, well she wouldn't have done that unless I'm fucking right? With all of that shit. Yeah, me and my siblings, we all beat the shit out of each other. You know? And then we all teased the dog, and the dog bit all of us. And we never got rid of the dog. One time the dog bit me in the face. I was fucking with it. It was eating it. I was like, ah, ah. It just latched onto my face. It was like, Everything we still didn't get rid of the dog. You know? oh, he's a good dog. He had a moment. Jesus Christ! Well, Jesus Christ! You're trying to put your goddamn face down there, the fucking dog. Who's the guy John's talking about? Find Bert, him. Bert Kreischer. Kreischer. B U R T K R K R E I S C H E R. F is for family was the cartoon show Burr had. It was on six years on Netflix, six seasons. It was very funny. Uh, Kreischer, anyway, he got stuck in town council. Yeah. Sorry, town council. Oh, here's Bert Kreischer. He got stuck in Bismarck during the blizzard and he does tons of social media stuff. So he would take videos that were just wonderful. What's his Twitter account? I have no idea. So he's not on YouTube? Yeah, I'm sure he's on YouTube. Yeah. I can see why Jeff didn't want me to play that song about Glenn Campbell on the show when he was here Friday. Yeah. He would have lost All it. the comedians talk about a guy named Patrice O'Neill, who evidently was one of the funniest men alive. And I've been meaning to look him up and uh, look at some of his stuff. I get it. He died at 41 after a oh, stroke. Oh, you know him. Sure. You've seen him, haven't you? 
I softball practice one day. Who is now, this now? This is Bert Kreischer talking about kids' sports are different in Los Angeles. I go to her softball practice one day. Now, you got to remember, I live in L.A. I don't live in Philly like you guys. We do things differently out there. The coach is practicing without a ball. <laughs> he doesn't want to introduce failure this early in the season. <laughs> hey, hey, hold on. Someone's got to make the snowflakes, people. He's got them out there, no ball. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? No ball, all in position. All right, ladies. Runners on first and second. Ground ball to Lily. Lily Fromkin, the third base, fields it perfectly. <laughs> Stands on third, throws it to second. She catches it, throws it to first. Triple play, girls, bring it in. Triple play. By the way, I'm on the sides going, this is the first triple play I've ever seen. <laughs> then the other part of me is like, where's the fucking ball? <laughs> and that's when one of the moms tells me, oh, coach doesn't want to introduce failure. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? My daughter's in center field. Coach is like, all right, base is loaded. Fly ball to Isla. And I watch my daughter immediately start backing up then look over her head and start running. <laughs> <laughs> Who fails in their own imagination? <laughs> Good girl. Everyone's cheering her on. I'm like, there's no fucking ball. <laughs> then I watch her throw her glove in the air like, fuck it, and walk away from the play. <laughs> I called my wife immediately. I go, you are never going to believe what your moron daughter just did. <laughs> and we laughed hysterically for a minute and then my wife stopped she goes yo don't make fun of her for this i go are you being serious <laughs> she goes no this is her beautiful little brain i don't want to break it i go i think it's broken <laughs> i just watched her not catch nothing nothing <laughs> she's like yeah but if you make fun of her it'll shame her and that's not what we want that's what your dad did to you that's why you drink <laughs> I got to drive home with the kid. We're on the 405. She's staring out the window like Spicoli. <laughs> We're not talking at all. Finally, I'm like, fuck it. Yo, Isla, what happened with that fly ball? <laughs> she doesn't even look at me. Just keeps staring out the window, smirks, and goes, yep, coach really got a hold of that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. He does. Does he do every bit, John, with his shirt off? Uh, he does it a lot. He's got the big belly. Okay, yeah. Uh, and he'll take it off for no apparent reason, just in the middle of nowhere. That's pretty funny. Yeah, he's. Uh, if you get a chance, watch his stuff in Bismarck. It's just his. He'll walk into stores in Bismarck and talks about how nice the people are and how they treated him. They had to dig his bus out from the from ninety Highway ninety four somewhere in North Dakota. All right, I better. That's that's enough efforts for one day, town council. Oh God, it's after two already. I think it's time to go.